dude. That was one hell of a break. That was one hell of a break. Yeah. God, that was the breakiest break I've ever broken. That was like seven, seven hours ago that we started this <laughs> episode, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was already going off the rails. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you know, I think, uh, you know, that these are the current times. You know? Everything's off the rails. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did you get? Have you ever seen the the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they do like the um that they do a podcast? They do like a news show podcast. I don't think so. You never no. seen that one? Oh yeah, and and Dennis is like, let's listen to the news today. <laughs> he has this ridiculous like. He's like, it's my radio voice, dude. I'm doing a radio voice. And he's like, do you feel? And like, what the hell are you doing? And oh then, my god. Yeah, and then Frank comes in and he has Cricket come in and he's like feeding him limes to do. <laughs> And Cricket's all talking about how his neck looks like a dog vagina. I think the the last episode of It's Always Sunny that I watched was the one where they go to the water park and they pretend. That's a really good episode. They pretend to have AIDS. Yeah, so Frank they, pretends to have AIDS so he can cut in line. He slides down the slide without any water, just leaves a big blood streak, and then he goes into the pool, and then they have to evaluate because the dude that has AIDS is bleeding that dude in the has pool. AIDS. Meanwhile, huh. Mac is like putting his butt up against the. The jet uh, thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like my favorite thing about that that moment with the AIDS one was uh, I like how when they go they because they they get up to the the they want to go to the slide that's like the tallest uh-huh. and the, but the water's off like it's under construction or something and they're like no we're not gonna let or or, it's, or it hasn't been put out yet right and like we're gonna, it's we under maintenance wanna, yeah we're already cutting in line so we're gonna cut in line <laughs> and they go We've up there with, this far. and Kel- and Charlie's got one he's got a water oh yeah bottle. that's right. <laughs> He takes one water bottle and just like just one water bottle, one water bottle. All right, that should be enough. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's kind of like people when they we go they go hiking in the woods. And they have no idea. They have one water bottle, no map. Yeah. Ooh, the volume dropped quite a bit. Sorry, I'm huh. adjusting things. Oh, dude, this is trippy. Still, yeah. I think I'm finally. i have just. I'm getting some spikes. Some spikes. You know, spikes, some spikes, spikes are right. You know, spike speakers. <laughs> spike TV. Spike TV was terrible. Yeah, it was. So uh, uh, they showed Star Wars though. That was kind of except cool. I actually really liked Thousand Ways to Die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good trash television. Yeah, that was good. That was high quality trash. It was Ron Perlman did the voice, and I was like, well, he's cool. Hellboy's doing it. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Ron Perlman, Blade Heck Boy. Yeah, Heck and dude, he was in Blade too. <laughs> that was Blade a hilarious two. moment when I can't remember. I found it in my phone recently because we hadn't <laughs> messaged on like Facebook Messenger in forever. Yeah, and I looked at it, and it was um. The last time I had talked to you, you were like, hey, man, I got to get back to you. I'm watching the Blade trilogy right now. <laughs> it's, it's good, man. I, I enjoy it. I, I think Blade 2 is definitely my favorite. Yeah. I've got Blade 1's always got a special place in my heart, which is funny because you'd think I'd be like Blade 2 all the way because I'm like yeah. all over Guillermo del Toro's dick all the time. I love mm-hmm. his stuff. Just hopping on. Just hopping on. Guillermo Guillermo. Guillermo Guillermo. Guillermo del Boner. Del, yep. Yeah, that's, that's. I'm always, but anyway, oof, I'm always. That's rough. Oof, that's rough. I'm always hopping on and. Uh, <laughs> Go on. Sorry, sorry. I just thought it's. Yes. Yeah, now I'm thinking of what Go we do in the shadows. Sorry. Oh yeah. Oh yeah yeah. That's Guillermo Guillermo. Guillermo Guillermo. Yeah. Guillermo. Have you have you seen what we do in the shadows yet? Not yet. Fuck, man. We'll talk about that. <laughs> anyway, oh, we're gonna have I to. Feel like, but I, I like. Blade, I feel threatened right now. You I guys like are both Blade looking one, at me like really Blade weird. That's all I know. I like Blade One the most. <clears throat> yeah, most uh, what we do? Have you, you haven't seen what we do in the shadows though? I've seen a couple episodes of the um, actual series, but I haven't seen the movie. I have not seen the movie either. Oh, but uh, that's weird. I've seen everything. 
<laughs> the second season is uh, where it's at. I mean, the first yeah. season's pretty great. The first yeah. season's good, but the second season is like really funny. Well, and what's what's interesting about what we do in the shadows is the movie's pretty damn good. It's pretty funny, but I think the show is actually funnier. Yeah, like the movie's still good, but the show is like I feel like any more laughs a minute. I feel like any time like a uh, they make a movie based off a show, the show's always going to be better because there's just so much more. You know what I mean? They're not trying to just condense everything. Yeah. I don't know. I've I I find the opposite in most cases. Like what? Because the only what 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 ones are you thinking of? I don't know many of those that actually exist, where they take a movie and turn it you, into a show. There's you, not really that many that I can think of. Yeah, maybe you, I'm just not thinking. I don't know. They just do like, that with a uh, Snowpiercer. I haven't yeah, seen the show. I haven't seen oh, the there's show. a show for Snowpiercer. Yeah, there's yeah. a show, show Snowpiercer show now. Huh. Um, but they did it for, like the only one I, I think of, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but that's completely different. Um, the Watchmen, which is a show that I have to watch. Oh, but well, that's just, really good. The Watchmen, though, from what I understand, yeah. is basically it's a sequel, though, which I think is it's a, a really it, interesting idea. Yeah it's, yeah, it's just like in the same universe. Instead of readapting the 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 film into I guess, a miniseries, I guess like coming back to it, I guess there's really not. There's more. There's a lot more shows that are based off of movies. Then, yeah, yeah, like yeah, Watchmen or, for. Uh, you mean uh, movies that are based off? Of sh- no, no, actual shows like Fargo. Also, oh yeah, yeah, that is a new thing. Yeah, and I, I haven't really watched any of that stuff because I, I love the movie Fargo. I love but it. I've never watched the oh, show. Oh my god, it's yeah, it's really good. I know there's like, isn't there a guy in it that got a won an Emmy and he's like a deaf actor? I don't know. I, I haven't like, actually watched. It. I just mm. yeah, interessante. Mm. See, so, mm. so none of us have seen Fargo the nope. series. No. None of the stuff that we're we, talking we about. We apologize, <laughs> we're just, everybody. We're just talking out our ass. I apologize for leading my fellow Americans into this uh, into this, <laughs> this situation. Uh, disaster. Mm. This disastrous situation. Yes. Hey, at least you're taking responsibility for That's your true. actions. <laughs> What's yeah. that? Responsibility. Responsibility. That type of um, So, did, have any of you guys seen the Netflix show or it's a documentary called my octopus teacher yes not yet I want to talk we about were this. gonna watch i just it watched last it the night, night but oh man if you talk about it, don't don't ruin it don't spoil it it's really good yeah, all right that's what i've heard yeah yeah it was surprisingly fucking great you might cry over an octopus dude i actually haven't cried over anything i've watched for a long time and then i watched uh and you're gonna laugh at this oh but, my god i'm really excited for this yeah uh so so uh Derek is a you know he he's a huge Pete Davidson fan. Oh. And the king of Staten Island or yes, whatever. Yes. And I I finally watched it with him cuz he's been wanting, trying to get me to watch it for like the longest time. So I'm like, "All right, fine. Yeah, fuck it. Let's watch it." I cried. Hmm. Yeah, I could, I'd probably cry too. Have you yeah. seen it? No, no, but I'd probably cry it's, too because he's a loser like I am in the movie. <laughs> yeah, so he, it would really hit close to home. Exactly. That's. I mean, just the whole story actually. Just I don't know. Is is it? It tickled me in ways I haven't been tickled for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. But it's funny that you say that because it's like what what Joris said about Rick and Morty. We all. We all secretly know we're all Jerry. <laughs> Everybody's got Jerry. Too. Everyone's Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Just the biggest yeah, fucking none loser of us, ever. None of us would be. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> so good. That's why he's such a great character. Man. Mm-hmm. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. Know, Jerry's know. great. He reminds me. Um, there's certain parallels. Not not in the actual. But I, I guess he's important. He's as important as the sitcom dad as like Randy has become on South Park. Mm, like yeah. remember when Randy was just a dad? And yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't anything, anything special. Dude, it was like. He's when taking was over. It? Man. it was like, oh, yeah, he's fucking great. He he's is as Park. good. He's as good as Cartman. Yeah. If not better. I'd so, say he's better. 
Yeah, I'd say so too. I mean, days. the last season. I mean, they they've just been doing nothing but the whole. Uh, was it uh, the farm? Tegrity weed. Farm. Yeah, Tegrity farm. Tegrity weed. Tegrity weed. Every time I every time I think of him, I just remember <laughs> that he was bouncing on his balls. The <laughs> on the one that can, medicinal fried chicken episode. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. That was crazy. It's crazy. Think about how long ago it was that like marijuana wasn't Legal? illegal in almost every state. Like like it was. It was like ten years ago. Like, how long has it been that since they legalized it in certain in a lot of the states <laughs> in the Northwest and stuff? Because I looked this up, I was doing some research for a book I've been working on forever, and uh, and I it looked up and it's like they had medical marijuana in California in like 1997. Really? Yeah. Wow. Ninety six or ninety seven. It's really weird. So was California the first? Yeah, I think they were the first to have medical marijuana. I know and Colorado I was one of the first as well for recreational yeah. too. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. That's what I, like because for us it's like when in our brains we're like recreational is when it when it changed because then people yeah. could go across states and they didn't have to have you know mm-hmm. prescriptions yeah. it's not technically legal but they could do it so I think that opened up avenues for everybody but yeah it's only a matter of time before it becomes legal at a federal level I certainly hope so yeah I I you know I don't think I think regardless of whoever gets in the White House um, this next election I don't think it's coming in the next four years even if Biden got in there I don't think yeah yeah I I don't you know. Which is strange, like, it, man, why does he just run on like, hey, I'll legalize marijuana, and uh, there you go, you got a, you got a victory. Yeah, well, <laughs> you there think, are, right? Yeah, you think you might as well just go all in at that point because there's already all these conservatives that think that he's like a socialist and super far left, and we're all like, no, no. not at all, man. Mm-hmm. He's just like center some, right. He's yeah, he's a he's a fucking centrist corporate, you know, dude. Like most yeah. of them, it's yeah. crazy to realize. You're in that you've been indoctr- indoctrinated throughout your life to think that like Democrats are like super liberal and like radical. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, American Democrats are like in the center, like you said, like the center, yeah. if not center right of the political spectrum. It's crazy. That is yeah. weird to think about. And it's it's kind of started from the Nixon era and it's gradually gotten worse since then. Yeah, it was it's like. Uh, yeah, we just, I don't know, we demonize the left side quite a bit, like, when you think about it. I think it. the right just has better PR people, and I think their message is easier to spread. Yeah, and, it's, it's, and, and they unite, that's the thing, like, as, as much as I disagree with them, they are able to unite amongst each other a lot better, because the left is always bickering amongst themselves about different things, you know? Mm-hmm. like Yeah. And it's, it's frustrating, but I, I guess that's part of the game. I mean, you, you you see it all around, too. It's just, or especially nowadays, it's like, man, if, if the left, if if people just realize that there's there's only one war and that's a class war, like, damn, we would we would be a lot better off. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, yeah. And all the, the <laughs> liberal part of the of the of the liberals, quote unquote, that are in politics. When and when I say that, I'm saying it like like a right wing person would yeah. do to disparage somebody. Yeah. Is the the the. The, the only parts that are really liberal are just them giving lip surface to social issues yep. and sometimes, you know, inviting change and actually doing things. But, you know, and maybe it used to be that they used to be. I don't know. We definitely are more divided as a society, of course. Yep. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. I think uh, 2020 has definitely brought out the worst in everybody, yeah. too. I agree. It's. I don't know. There's something about just all the bullshit that's going on this year that's yeah. just like making people barbaric. 
Yeah. And man, I was thinking about this on the drive over with the whole like COVID and anti-masker thing too. Um, I saw somewhere on the internet and I wish I could have like commented to whoever posted it, but it was like someone had used, uh, fears, the mind killer as like a kind of their like, like a, it was a fear as the fears, the mind killer meme directed towards like being an anti-masker. Like, Oh, I'm not going to let fear control fear of a virus control me kind of thing. But it's like, man, if you're going to reference Dune, you got to know that the Fremen still wore still suits out in the desert, you know, like, there was no one on the planet Arrakis saying, "Hey, uh, you know, I have I have rights too. Like, I can walk in the desert without a steel suit." <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Because they'd literally die. But well, they, and like just to finish that thought off, it's like, man, these people say that about fear of a virus, but then they they're obviously controlled about by fear of everything else, like literally yeah, everything yeah. else. It's like it's so hypocritical and. In, the irony is just completely lost on them. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm not going to be afraid and of a that, virus. And if there's something to be afraid of, it's an invisible enemy, and which is a virus. The thing is, too, you yeah. can't there. There's no argument that you can have with anybody that has a certain viewpoint that's really going to change their mind. It's something that a lot of people. Well, everybody needs to just decide for themselves. You know, you can't force an idea upon somebody yeah, no matter you can plant seeds you but, can plant seeds but you can't like debate and be you know at the end okay you know what you win yeah it doesn't work that way unfortunately yeah and i think that's uh, one of the negative things about social media is that everyone's kind of gone down their own uh, echo chambers really yeah and it yeah. is kind of difficult to like take in opposing views too like it really is like i understand why how echo echo chambers essentially get developed because like sometimes you see some shit that's just like like that fears the mind killer thing with anti masking and I'm just like that is fucking stupid because you guys are afraid of everything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is good. I want to pause this for a second because I'm I'm just trying to figure out the oh, audio here. Another break. Fuck. Commercial. Sorry. Commercial break. Come on, stop. Get started before he gets back. Okay, cool. Because I just wanted to ask you. Without without burdening him, I I totally was not paying attention to what you guys were talking. I yeah. heard a little bit of it because I was working on that audio. I, so I just wanted to get. <laughs> sorry, I'm just really trying to. The, it's it was driving me crazy. So we we're on. <clears throat> so uh, coming back from uh, the bathroom, I noticed you had a, a thing of lotion next to a box of tissues. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't not? know why. Just whenever I see those two things together, that's funny. They are next to each other. They sure. Are. I didn't even mean to put them next to each other. Like I, and they're clearly, right next to the couch too. Clearly, you're making a masturbation joke. Uh, they yeah. are right next to the couch too. Yeah. Don't well, sit, you know, don't sit on that couch. You gotta <laughs> get the UV light. <laughs> Speaking of couches, you remember like back in the day. Uh, like when we were your ca- your your couch gave me a rash. Yeah, and it was like right before we had to like drive to Moscow or something and to play a show. Lewiston to play a show. Lewiston. Yeah, yeah. I think it was my my like, grandma was in the hospital, and I think they were like nervous hives or something like a nervous rash. I think it was a subconscious thing, honestly. Really? I think it was like the first time that I could really process a major death in my life. Oh. Because it's like everybody who had died in my life up to that point was when I was a lot younger. Mm-hmm. Like the last time I had experienced a death was my brother died when I was 10. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I had almost no death growing up. 
like like because my my mom's parents were one of them was already dead and the other one was like kind i don't know we weren't super close so yeah it's weird so it's like i think i was just like freaking out and i was like fucking your couch gave me a rash motherfucker (laughs) yeah honestly i would much rather get like a uh a uh, physical reaction to a traumatic event than it like fucked me up in the head you know what i mean yeah i understand i understand what you're what you're saying there yeah i think it's just different manifestations yep because it's it's okay if it fucks you up in the head as long as you understand how to but you you move on yeah take care of it but that's the hard part Mm -hmm. definitely Mm -hmm. maybe maybe the maybe the physical reaction is just like a cycle or maybe maybe it was the couch Maybe it was maybe. the couch. Maybe you. Maybe your couch is. I mean, that that was couch was nasty. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, I never told you this, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I, it was. It was I, uh, there were a bunch of cats. Did living it? In that you couch. end up taking that couch to no. to the shed. Yes, we put it in the shed. Do you still have it? Probably. <laughs> it's probably full of dirt. Is all that shit still in the shed at your parents? Probably. Oh, Pro- yeah, it's probably full of durs. Remember the durs? The durs, yeah. The durs. I remember we had to evacuate too. We were like, we had to, yeah. There we was tra- a lightning strike, and we it, were trying to it, get like all of our shit out really quick. This is Aaron, by the way. Anybody who doesn't know, we're we're speaking to Aaron. Yeah, we've been hey, speaking Aaron. to Aaron for the last. Hey, hey Aaron. Aaron, for the last twenty minutes. Yeah, uh, we're not very professional. No, not really. Chris, oh. Chris and I used to to make music together, and Travis and I make beer together. So yeah, that's that's, right. m- that's the whole web of for personal consumption for personal consumption. Yep, sure. for entertainment purposes only. For entertainment LLC, all rights reserved. <laughs> LLC donations only. <clears throat> so yeah, we. What if you? Were, yeah, what if you were like? <laughs> what if like a, a a microbrewery with no license was like, we're gonna do a Patreon, and it's like the first thing is like we get our license, and then they get shut down because they put on the. <laughs> That's that's yeah, that's I feel like that could easily happen. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Okay, so, OK, well, let's let's get on to a topic like why? What is it with like how is how expensive is the license to become a micro bro? I imagine you should only you can only buy it. I, I, I if you're going to make enough money to afford it. It's, yeah. Otherwise, if, it's not worth if it. I remember correctly. There is an annual uh, cost of like renewing. I think it's annual. But it's like five hundred dollars. I think it's or like $1, it's $1, like fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, that's a lot. But in order to, I, I don't know if it's annual. I, I can't remember. This is a long time ago that I looked this up. But I do know that you need to have like an actual space that's been approved by the city. You know, yeah. you can't you can't apply for a license in a garage in a house you're renting. It just just doesn't work that way, man. Yeah, not, not in Idaho. I'm Far not out. sure if it works that way in any. So you state, can't yeah. you can't apply a li- for a license and do it out of a garage. You have to have like a I, I an think, actual production facility. I well, I think that there's there's some uh, fine print involved in that, but I guess the way I'm looking at it is I'm renting a house, so the property managers would be like, "Wait, they're trying to do what out of the garage?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, because isn't yeah, they could be like. They could be like, you're making money. I feel like we I would want see, a little bit off the top. I need some protection. I feel money. like we would see a lot more home brewers that open up or turn their garage into a little commercial brewery open to the public if that was the case. Yeah, it's uh, I think what I remember reading is like you, you definitely need a like a state approved space. I think kind of like 
food food and beverage, so it's got to be inspected. Yeah, it can't yeah. be somewhere that you live, and it's got to be it's got to be inspected. Yeah, bingo. Yep. So huh. I think us with Thunder Monk Brewing, we're kind of on like the seven to ten year plan where we're just just gonna, making beer right now to enjoy. Yeah, learning. we're gonna focus on getting better and getting more consistently better, and mm-hmm. just like stick and do that and seeing if we can save up money and eventually work there work yeah. our way to that point i think in time it's something that can definitely is opportunitize a word opportunitize let me check Oppo- my dictionary <laughs> yeah i think so opportunitize so. itself <laughs> opportunize <laughs> opportunize i don't think it's op- opportunize <laughs> present an opportunity down the road um I feel like it's something that's really forced right now. So what we're doing, just making 14 gallon batches of beer uh, once a month. So it's not a word, is it? Uh, it is a word according to Urban Dictionary. Uh, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> you see, you got to check the Scrabble Urban, Dictionary. Urban Dictionary's got your You got to get the Scrabble I, other Dictionary. Other than that, though, it's not a word. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn. God, I, I use think it's opportunity. Every time I every time I uh, play Scrabble, I always use that. Is this a word? I'm just going to put these three well, letters. That's why, um, what's the one? Is it words with friends? That's like yeah, Scrabble on your phone. That's uh-huh. the problem with that game. I remember our friend Adam. <laughs> yeah. He would just fucking guess every. He would just put the letters in uh-huh. there, and he'd just be like, "Hey, I got it." And I'm yep. like, "Do you even know what that word is?" He's like, "No, I don't that's, even know." That's what how. Is. Yeah. I, and it's like it's like oh, it means uh, banana in Yiddish or something. Yeah, I know. Like, or like oh, yep, like I knew that one. Z Y. R zero. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is a zero? And it's like, oh, I don't it's, know. A, it's a rodent. It's in like Africa. rolling the dice with words. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't actually take any. All right, um, fifty points for thought. you for zero. <laughs> zero. Zero. It doesn't actually take any um, any knowledge. Any any. You might have to ban, ban Adam from that game, like the like like the Houston Astros coach that got fired for the cheating scandal. Oh, 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 we're talking sports now. Oh, we're talking, oh, talking sports. sports. It's sports, sports time. Let's go into fucking overtime, dude. Travis is the only one who knows overtime. anything about All sports. All right. Now we're going to hand it over to our, our real man. Our real man. Our sports fanatic. Our, 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 he likes to play with his balls. I'm a real man. He's a, he's a man. man. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm not going to talk too much about sports, but I do remember when we did that trivia night that like I fucking nailed every sports question that was asked. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even a huge sports fan anymore. Like, I do pay attention to like some of the sports during playoffs. I don't like football at all. The NFL, I, I, that's just me. Man. Wait, so you're not going to watch the Seahawks and the Patriots play today? <laughs> Probably not. Oh, Bro. Seahawks are playing the Patriots. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> the two teams that I hate. You hate the Seahawks? Yeah. I don't think. Why do you hate the Seahawks? Because they're always winning, and same with the Patriots. Yeah, Seahawks fuck. are not always winning. The Patriots are always winning. <laughs> but the, the Seahawks have had some good seasons, but yeah. the Patriots no longer have Tom Brady though anymore either. Mm. Which I yeah fuck shit balls. The Patriots it's easy to hate because they're always winning and they've been caught cheating. Like pretty much the most, yeah. And then there's a political aspect to him too, yeah. mm-hmm. because of Tom Brady, not necessarily. Well, and I guess the owner of the Patriots where did Tom too. Brady go? He went to Tampa Bay. Mm. <laughs> oof, oof, oof. They they shun. <laughs> they they sent him to Florida. Oof. I think uh, I kind of skimmed across an article because I will check like ESPN every once in a while, and uh, it was like I think there's this understanding or the, at least this speculation that Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay to kind of prove to new England, like, Hey, I'm more important than bill Belichick. 
Bilicek. 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 <laughs> I misinterpreted the rules. <laughs> Remember that, South Park? Uh, the one where uh, where Cartman does stand and deliver. Edward James almost, but it's uh he he teaches he teaches the class one day when the teacher's gone or something and, and he just has them cheat on the test and like you're the scores. Oh are yeah. And then he goes yeah. to an inner city and starts teaching the inner city. Yeah, I do he's like, I will teach you how to cheat like white people. <laughs> how <laughs> do I like this? How I, do I reach these keys? How do I reach these keys? <laughs> yeah, and he was right, like yep. he was like, I misinterpreted the rules. Say it. Say it like a white person says it. <laughs> just has them cheat on all their Jesus tests. Jesus Christ. How do I um, thinking he's doing I believe, good work? <laughs> I believe that's a reference to the movie Renaissance Man with Danny DeVito. I thought it was Stand and Deliver with Edward James Almost. Man, I feel so the out of math. place again with the movies and the, the you shows. You guys and your you fucking ki- movies. <laughs> you kids and your movies. Your kids and your movies. Your movies and your jazz. Uh, you the cinema and you got the jazz. <laughs> Have you? Has anyone seen Renaissance Man? No, nope. I've never seen nope. Renaissance Man with it, who? With Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Yeah, nice. I think that's what that South Park <laughs> episode might be based like, off. Of. Okay, I think part of it might be that, and I think because you, you can't so, cross contamin. You've never seen. <laughs> you've never seen uh, Stand and Deliver. No, though. I have not. See, once again, I think it's equal. Maybe it's equally those. Then, yeah, that's one where Edward James almost teaches a class of like inner city kids math. Like, you know, he's dealing with like the kid that's, you know, the girl who's pregnant and like the kid who's going to be a gangbanger. I think Lou Diamond Phillips was in it in an early role. Yeah. Because I remember we watched it in. um, I can't remember what class in high school we watched it, but there's a we all laughed because um, maybe we watched it in our math class just randomly. We're like, Eagle, it's about math. Yeah. And but there was a scene where like uh, where where Lou Diamond Phillips had like he had like the one button on his shirt, you know, just the shirt with the one button. Uh-huh. button-up shirt and it's just like open underneath it's just and we were all just laughing because we thought it was ridiculous <laughs> but it's a good movie huh but yeah i think that's another i know I, I bring up the wire a lot but i think it's the fourth or fifth season of the wire where they really do a, a good job kind of observing the the teaching environments in those inner cities um, yeah the wire is just a good show for it i've been to understand i've been mean stuff. to uh to start that um because I'm working at home right now, and my job's pretty easy and very boring, so I have a lot of time to pass. So I'm usually watching HBO nice. on my tablet. So uh, that's this prob- is this is this is the millennials. We are the millennials that are ruining America. That's yeah. right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I have that hard day at work. Hard day at work watching HBO. <laughs> Cat shit on the floor. Didn't clean it up. <laughs> Just kept watching Raised by Wolves. Just acknowledged it. And then looked I away. I was like, oh, buddy. Oh, oh, oh well. Another day. All right. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Oh, it's buffering again. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's buffering and you're just staring at the shit. <laughs> just sitting there staring at it just like it's mocking you. Like, son of a bitch. Like, I got to I got to Am I going to do something with my mm-hmm. existence? There is or a. binge watch. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> this is. This is going to be a stretch. Maybe. I'm sure you could help me with this, Chris. But. While we're on the topic of uh, like inner city schools, who Which was, we really know nothing about. I I know nothing <laughs> about, but it reminds me of this really in the murky waters there. Yeah, it reminds me of a really stupid movie that I watched. <laughs> Anyways, you've seen the Wedding Singer, right? Yeah. Okay, who's the guy in it that like pops in? He's like, uh, oh God, I'm I'm doing terrible. He's like, uh, I'm reaping all the benefits, and uh. 
when like when Adam Sandler's like singing like somebody kill me please <laughs> that guy he pops in I don't remember the curtain oh yeah that's oh god very dude, obscure reference that's really weird what is that sounds with, with no context you need I haven't seen hope. it I haven't seen that in years so with no context this yeah, sounds like I, a fucking David Lynch on. movie well, let me <laughs> uh uh, let me let me find the guy's name. And okay, find a, the guy's there name. There was a movie that he was in where he plays a su- substitute teacher that like goes to like this inner city school, <laughs> and he it's a really shitty movie. He tries, like this white guy, this white guy that goes to this it, yeah. Um, <laughs> one moment, let me pull up the googs. That reminds me of what uh, Key and Peele did with uh, with how they did the opposite of that. Yeah, the black this, substitute yeah. teacher, <laughs> and all the all the all the he yeah all the names so good. <laughs> A A Ron. I'm sure Aaron loves that sketch. A A Ron. Do you love getting called A A Ron? A A Ron. Yeah, man. Uh, it's my it's every best. fucking day of my life. Where I go, like to order food, and I order pizza. They write my name on the boxes. A A Ron. Do they do A like hyphen? Yes, dude. <laughs> it happens everywhere I go, dude. Everybody does. It. If I go to the bank, oh, your name's Aaron. Have you seen Camp Hill? Yeah. Are you serious? I'm it dead ruined, serious. It ruined your life. That is hilarious. <laughs> your life was ruined by a Camp that, sketch. That's poetic justice. That's pre-Karen, dude. You were like the you were like the original Karen. <laughs> I'm Aaron. You. <laughs> hey, hey, Ron. Hey, Aaron. I want to speak to your manager. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. <laughs> Hey, 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 Aaron. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but that is funny. As oh, dude, I could go on and on about this, dude. Like back when I was like actually going to work, like we have a, a ton of people that come into work. You know, the, the, I work at a fucking call center. So, you know, there's there's like new shit coming in, old shit going out all the time. Anyways, um, yeah, everybody just, oh, your name's Aaron. Hey, what's up, Aaron? Hey, yo, you see like Kia Pill, bro? Bro, you see Kia Pill? A A Ron, you, think- you done messed up. A A Ron, I'll get an email from like this this picture of uh, taken of me like three years ago where I accidentally <laughs> spilled the recycling bin and I'm trying to pick it up and somebody took a picture of it and then took it into Microsoft Paint and but you done messed up. A A Ron, and then two years later I'll get like a, this email sent to me that's like sent to the whole site. Everybody's cc'd, just a reminder. <laughs> You done messed up two, three years ago, A.A. Ron, by spilling the recycling. You can't get away from it. It's like a horror movie. It's like the it's the curse of A.A. Ron. Well, I, I remember when we watched uh, Sorry to Bother You and it, that, that one boss guy. I was like, that's Aaron. That's got to be Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Me, yeah. yeah, I remember that. You actually told me about that movie by referencing that. You're like, yeah, this is totally you. You should check it out. Okay, did you see the movie, though? Have you seen it? Sorry to bother you? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. The boss guy. Do mm-hmm. you agree? Is that you at work? Kind of. Kind of. You, the, well, you, you, you're excited. You get people excited. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I first started and then I kind of just uh, got tired of trying to motivate. I understand that. And you my moved th- up to the, the next level or whatever. I, my thing is half the time I go into work, I'm like, yeah, woo, let's go, guys. And it's just because like I'm trying to psych myself up. I'm trying to convince myself. Yeah, that it's worth going on. So in my in my office, like it's strange because I'm the only person. We have like two kind of separate offices that usually contain about ten people, but it's mm. only t- two of us in there right now. So it's like very kind of lonely, but also kind of cool at the same time to just have a whole office yourself because you can play whatever music you want. But like we've started just being like, man, I can't wait until it's Monday. Just started like. 
I almost trying to like reverse psychology ourselves or something like right. It's like, oh man, you know what I hate about Fridays is that it's not Monday. <laughs> See, I I feel very fortunate that I that I have not really had that. I've I don't think I've ever had a Monday to Friday job. Never yeah. had a nine to five Monday to Friday job. My job my jobs my job has always been. I mean, I've been working in pawn shops for the last. You live there. You did years. the grocery shopping. Pretty there. much, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it's joke. John Lovitz, by the way. John Lovitz. Oh, yeah, oh okay. okay. Yeah. I love John Lovitz. Yeah, yeah. The critic. Yeah, that guy. That guy. Did you ever see the substitute? No. No. You should I'm... do yourself a favor and watch it. Wait, isn't that one funny though? Is that one it like tries a comedy? To be. It oh, tries it's not to be. funny. No, that it's a it's a really shitty movie. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was funny. Uh, one of my favorite John Lovitz roles is in the movie Happiness, which that movie also has uh Philip Seymour Hoffman. Also has one of the I think the best endings in any movie. Um, it's very dark humor, but yeah, John Lovitz's character, and I won't give any spoilers away, but he's uh he's only there for a little bit. <laughs> Whoa, the volume just changed. Sorry, sorry. I just realized I... Ah, fuck. This is the problem with looking at the mixer from the wrong... I'm looking at it on an angle. That's that's the movie. It's called High School High, and you can tell by the color. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like it's fucking terrible. (laughs) (laughs) He's got an afro. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did they really... They put an afro on him? Does he have an afro in the movie at some point? Is there like... I can't can't remember. Is there a sequence where where he Mr. Magoo's himself into a racial situation where he gives himself an afro and probably an, in an attempt to uh, oh. endear himself to his black students <laughs> yo yeah what up sounds like a terrible movie yeah it's pretty <laughs> shitty i that would be awesome. back when hollywood video was a thing i was bored and i just rented a random movie and that's how i watched it <laughs> yeah i did hollywood video too i never i did i never rented anything from a block, blockbuster i think blockbusters were just weren't is big here yeah yeah i don't know is it like an east coast west coast thing or is it like it just must a, be maybe it's a franchise thing maybe hollywood video is like we will take over the northwest yeah blockbuster I, I has california from what i i could be wrong but i think from what i've heard the only blockbuster remaining is in bend it Oregon. is yeah yeah mm-hmm. so they closed the ones down in alaska finally they had probably. yeah because yeah. there were like there were like 10 in alaska and those ones were actually still like normal operation. I remember hearing because about that. Because nobody nobody had yeah, I saw it on like CBS Sunday morning news, I think, forever ago. Um because I'm an old man. Um and I watch CBS Sunday morning news. Been watching it since I was a child. I mean when you answered the door today with your with your robe on, I was ex- yeah. expecting you to have a newspaper in one hand and coffee in the other. I am thinking about getting an Idaho Statesman. There uh, you go, man. Subscription. Just, yeah, just get some loafers. Yeah, and a in a corn cob pipe. Corn cob pipe. Get a, get a little Sherlock Holmes hat, <laughs> and then the the <laughs> tissue box and lotion. In the tissue box and lotion. <laughs> what was I? What, okay, now we're sorry. Now, what, what was I on? What were was, we talking about? Uh, Fuck, uh, you got me off track. Because uh, now I just want to. I just want to talk about how lotion is not. I will tell you what lotion good, is. It is not for masturbating. Lotion, in my opinion, every single <laughs> lotion, in my humble opinion, always in my says humble opinion, extra moisturizing and for irritated skin like it's almost like this one's better than the next but really they're all better than themselves because well it's it's, it's kind of, it's like toothpaste it's like when you look at yeah. toothpaste they're all the same thing mm-hmm. they one says whitening one says enamel like unless darkening. you 
<laughs> darken and chew yeah. it. I would like to have my teeth darkened, please. A nice off purple. Off purple. Is, yeah. It makes you realize it's more of a marketing wars. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm always going for the stuff that's like whitening. I don't know. I found the, the only stuff that I think it all works about the same except for uh, Arm & Hammer. Mm. Arm & Hammer tastes like shit. Yeah. It's but it's it, the, I swear it's the only one that actually whitens my yeah, teeth. Th- it is. Dude, that's yeah, what I go with, too. It, yeah. I think they use, uh, like they use baking soda, baking soda in it. Yeah. In it. yeah. So, uh, that's the difference. It tastes Ar- like shit, but it works. Yeah. Arm & Hammer, uh, please give us money. Please give it. us money. <laughs> We're promoting your fucking product. I use I use your baking soda in my litter boxes. It works great, and I also use your uh, carpet scented stuff. Dude, nice. Yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about the, the I use deodorizer go- that like smells good. It's not just like neutral. does Arm and Hammer make Gold Bond? <laughs> I gold think bond so. Bond. <laughs> why, why did it just stop? Why Alexa? Was, you were like. <laughs> Let's look it up. <laughs> Brain fart. Well, I just, I just, I love how it stopped on me. Like, you, you dare talk about Gold Bond? How dare Gold you? Bond body hot powder is the shit, dude. You talking shit about Gold Bond? Gold Bond's great. I think it's way no, better than. No, baby I think powder. Gold Bond is his own thing. Oh, see, I thought it was made by Arm and Hammer. They make dog pads. What the hell? Like a like for a dog to pee on or something? When the dog has its time of the month. Oh. <laughs> They make those? I I don't know. Oh, the, I just remember. <laughs> dog pads. Dog pads. Dog pads. What does it say? Did they have dog maxi pads? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that was a thing. I thought dogs. I thought you just had to hide when they were ovulating. I don't know. Because I remember, like, I remember coming home as a kid once, and my uh, my one of my 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 stepmom's pugs was wearing my like underwear from when i was a little like five-year-old like a six like just these little like she's got these little tiny boy underwear like it's a hilarious it was a hilarious on a pug on a pug (laughs) yeah because she was ovulating she was in heat that's what you know i think that they're just pads you put on the floor for the dog to piss on i don't think so my first thing yeah i don't (laughs) think they wear the pads (laughs) (laughs) i didn't think so either but uh you know you made it sound like I mean, that's <laughs> you. You left it open for interpretation. Yeah, you like that. <laughs> yeah, like it's a very, um, it's very avant-garde mm. conversational style. Yes, quite. Yes, yes. Um. Anyway, I just want to mention, uh, from last time when we did this with our friend Stephen, uh, have you have you seen the boys? Yes. Yes. You like? Did you the watch boys? the episode that? Yeah, uh, I just West. watched the most recent one. I just finished it this morning before you guys. Travis needs to see that. Right, it's a good show. Oh. Yeah, he hasn't seen it. Yeah, we yeah. talked about it a little bit, but 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 Stephen and I were talking about it, and we were saying um the deep, and we were talking about how hilarious <laughs> the deep is because he is. But then the only thing we talked about after that, after a bunch of roundabout tangents, was was how he uh you know coerces Starlight into giving him a blowjob in the first episode, mm-hmm. and it's the whole kind of post Me Too Harvey Weinstein kind of situation. Yeah. Um. But I was just like, I hope nobody listened to that and was like, he's hilarious. And then we just talked about that. Like that was not the funny part. The funny part is all the other stuff that happens with him. I think my favorite part, and I he think, gets so shit on, and it's great. Yeah, I know. He deserves it. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> he is a piece of shit. It's but really I think it's funny. so funny when they're cruising the boat to the shore, and then all of a sudden, here comes the deep. Riding a whale, and he, he's like all heroic, you know. He's like, he's like, uh, oh, here's the deep. He like gets up, he looks at him, right, and then he like he rides this whale to the shore to stop them because they're in yeah, this, yeah. this boat, and he's standing right? on and the he's like whale standing on it all triumphant, and then he realizes, oh shit, they're not stopping, so he like freaks out, <laughs> and they just ram the boat into this whale. <laughs> 
I watched that part like five times. It was pretty fucking funny because it's just oh my god, he's like nobody cares. And then and then they all show up and he's like, I tried to save her, man. I yeah, tried, who that, who? And he's like the whale. Yeah, the, you the can whale. get back into the seven, really. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and that's on uh, that's on Amazon. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's gonna be a challenge for me because I don't do Amazon. You could you can borrow my my login. Maybe we'll, we will just have to hang out and watch that movie. Oh yeah, the, we could do that. Yeah, show together. It's a very good show. Yeah, there's uh, <laughs> it's season one and then season two just premiered. So I think yeah, like season five. one is really is really good, and season two has been good too. Yeah, I, and I, I didn't realize that was Dennis Quaid's kid that started. Yeah, that. yeah, Dennis yeah. Quaid and Meg Ryan's kid. Yeah, yeah, he's good. I yeah. like him. We talked about him last time, and we're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's good. He's good. He's good. Because uh, well, and it, everybody is really good in that show. We should point out, like everybody's really good. What are your Carl th- Urban's hilarious. What are your thoughts on Starlight or not Starlight? Uh, Stormfront. Stormfront. I think she's a really interesting character. Do I you really think like. She's immortal. I don't know. Probably is as immortal as like Homelander is, but I don't. As far as what you're going, I don't want to get into that far because that fair. goes into spoiler territory. Fair, and stuff. fair, fair, fair. So, but I really like what they're doing and. And I like how they're incorporating in some of the um, a lot of the even, shit going on today. Yeah, more of the post-Trump, you know, election. Yeah, you know, and absolutely. more of the trolling and stuff. She's like, it's her. She's kind of becomes the you know because Homelander Travis is like you know like he the said Captain the douchey, America, the douchey yeah. Captain America, yeah. kind of Captain America crossed with Superman. Yeah. The abilities of Superman, but he's patriotic. Yeah, um, even more he's so. He's got the biggest fucking ego. Yeah, it's great. Like, you hate him. Yeah, you it's hate great. the character. Well, and it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, there's there's things when you find out where his childhood, when you find out that stuff, it's just I love all that where you find out how he grew up. It's hilarious mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, because it's such a great little twist on the Superman kind of mythos. But yeah, he um, yeah, he's all he wants everybody to love him. And he's all like, yeah, I need to be up in the points and stuff. And Stormfront yep. comes in and Stormfront's like. You know, fucking she's all like, you know, doing like her TikToks and her vines and shit and like going behind the scenes. And and like she has like an arm. She has like some guy who makes memes and that does more damage (laughs) than what than what Homelander can do to try to improve his image. Like (laughs) like making memes she's showing makes Mm -hmm. her more popular just to some guy. Yeah, I got this guy who just makes these memes and she like makes memes for Homelander to increase his public opinion. And it's like it's that easy. It's crazy how easily (laughs) people are manipulated. And it's like, like there's like a, oh, and then I noticed in that newest season, in that newest episode, there's a character, there's like a congresswoman, and I, she is so outwardly uh, Ocasio, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Like, they are totally riffing on her. They're p- basically placing her into the show. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, she's this young, really, you know, far, you know, pretty far left um, uh, congress congresswoman. Yeah. She's in the camera. She's in the house. Of the, she's in the house, right? I... Not the Senate. AOC? Yeah. Yeah, she's the house. She's a representative, yeah. I think. I, we could double check that. I'm pretty sure. I don't think... It's a good show. Yeah. Worth a watch. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Yes. Um, But yeah, no, I've, I've really enjoyed it so far. The only, My only complaints with that show is that the... I, I think the violence is just over the top to a certain point. A certain, so, like, there's certain sequences where it's great, like in the first season where you see Homelander just laser in half, like terror All like like an al-qaeda cell or something like yeah a, the isis because it's like the point is this guy is fucking terrifying yeah it's like did you uh did you watch brightburn i did yeah dude i loved that yeah movie. that was a good movie that movie that was the first that's time the, i saw that's uh, the first thing i thought about actually yeah. when when watching right well the, and they came around i think a similar time yeah kinda, but yeah. The, but i remember <clears> watching <throat> that movie and thinking yeah because travis and i went and saw it at yeah. the dollar theater over here nice because i missed it in the main theaters i wanted to go support it really badly mm-hmm. thankfully i think it did okay but it had a pretty small budget 
But yeah. um, I, that was the first time I'd seen a quote unquote, you know, a horror style movie in a while because that's basically yeah. what it was. It's kind yeah, of like a exactly, movie, exactly. Where I was actually afraid for the characters mm-hmm. because you put yourself in that situation, you're like, I am fucked. Yeah, it's kind of like the, literally nothing it, I can. It, it, think. It, it, I can't like, think sh- my way out of it. Shows like the other side of of like a superhero movie, you know, like the aftermath or the shit that people have to deal with in you know their perspective, mm. right? right? I like that about the boys too. Is like. You see, like, here's this hero, like, just saving the day, but, like, causing, like, all this collateral damage, collateral damage and, shit. Yeah. and shit, right? So seeing and it from, like, a uh, civilian's perspective, you know what I mean, is, like... Well, and you can even argue that somebody like Homelander or something, that's that, you could, you could... Plug that in with the with the the parallel they're trying to draw today is like us using drone strikes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like we shoot it, we have a drone just that just and it, it's like, oh yeah, it killed thirty people, people, but we killed this guy that it's we think was a yeah. was an uh, was a an uh you know a member of ISIS or something. So it's okay, yeah. it works out. We can write it off. Like the people don't realize there are exponentially more people, like a way more people died. Um, civilians and and uh, uh, died in overseas with since we started the war on terror post 9-11 way more civilians have died than any U.S. servicemen it's crazy yeah and of course it's sad when U.S. servicemen die yeah. but like I don't think people really are fully comprehending the collateral damage well because that it's not inflicted. highlighted in the no, news no it's not it's well it's and ignored it's, yeah. yeah and it's like we keep telling ourselves that we're great but the more we just keep telling ourselves that, the less we're able to actually well, acknowledge our flaws. Right. Yeah. And just keep in mind, so many of the Democrats that are in the are in Congress today and are in, in you know, so many of them voted for the war on terror. All, almost all of them, like Hillary Clinton, like all of them, like the big ones that are still around. It's it's crazy. And then. Yeah, like Bernie Sanders was one of the few people like I think him and like two other Democrats or something voted against it. I yeah. think wow. going to war with Iraq, if I remember right. Like it's it's weird to think that like once again we we grew up. I think we all grew up being like progressive or liberal in an area that was predominantly conservative. Yeah. yeah. So and there's there's you know I think that's I think that's helped us in ways because we've we've been more like eager to like go out and look and and do the research for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also hurt us in ways because I think we're just we're we're t- there's a lot of people that are too too willing to turn a blind eye to like what Democrats are doing because it's like okay I don't like that this person is supporting these cra- these wars and and making money off of human suffering but I'm pro choice so like who who else do I fucking vote for right like it's yeah. weird you know yeah 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 we're definitely kind of. We're in that situation now too. Like, it's it gets tiring, but it's like the what's coming up with the election. It's like I look at it like a chess match. It's like yeah, yeah. Obviously, we want to like make a better move or a move that's gonna like help out with like a more progressive stance. But we that move's not available yet, right? And it's like if you were gonna if you were playing chess against the computer and you asked the computer for a hint. Like the, the the computer would be like, uh, get Trump out of office. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Well, uh, that should be your next move. <laughs> it was a Scientific American. Did you see that thing about how they, for the first time in almost like a hundred and fifty years, like apparently Scientific American's been around forever, um, but they they have officially they they've never ever endorsed a political uh, a presidential candidate. I ever, did see that because yeah. they've always huh. been totally 
in the but they're like they're like we cannot let Trump get reelected because the damage he's doing on everything is ridiculous. Like said the thing I'm the scariest I'm the most scared about and maybe that's part of that is my you know I I definitely have a position of privilege in this in this country because of where I live and the fact that I'm white. Like like I definitely am, am I haven't had it as hard as a lot of folks and a lot of people that have been born, you know, whether you're, yeah. if you're born black into a uh, systemic poverty, obviously. So maybe it's not affecting me as much of that type of stuff. It still en- enrages me. But the thing I'm the scaredest about is just what he's, do- what is happening to the environment right now. Yeah. It is terrifying. Oh, like we did, are fucked. Did you we- see what he said about the, the wildfires? I thought it, it, it was funny cause it made him look, as stupid as he actually is. Which which one? Which which thing? He said a lot of stupid shit <laughs> yeah, about yeah. the wildfire. Okay, fair that enough. That we thought would do that. And it All right, so he, he blamed work. it on poor management. And oh, he was reminded shit. that over 60% of our national parks are managed on a federal level. Right, right. <laughs> and he's been cutting cutting fu- funding to, to a lot of government programs. Yeah, exactly. God, isn't that the thing with him, man? Like, you'd... <laughs> You can't imagine him saying something stupider, but every fucking day he says something stupider. And it's, it's ridiculous. Like, it's it's unbelievable. Like with the coronavirus numbers, he's like, "Oh, if you cut out the blue states, uh, I think we're doing probably the best in the world." Where is your logic? The, the yeah. sad part is, it's only stupid to us. It's not stupid to his that's, followers. Yeah. That's also terrifying. It's dude. fucking terrifying. I mean, it's it's crazy. You know, uh, when you see all these these. I mean, you know, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, uh, 2020 is, you know, bringing out the worst in people and it's helping us show our true colors. Right. So you see all these these Trump supporters, these extremists just driving down with the big flag. Yeah. You know, big Trump flag. And you don't see that with any other any other uh, political affiliation. It's literally just Trump. Right. Yeah. Yeah, He has a cult of personality. A cult. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's it's a cult at this point. These extremists are coming out and it almost seems like they've acknowledged that it's frowned upon, but they're pursuing it. So it's like an act of rebellion. You know, they're doing it for attention. They want you to drive by and flip them off. They, you know, they, they want you to yell. They, Uh they're, yeah, they're like the people that like, that like buy guns you know, they the these people that buy just massive amount of guns. You know, this is for defense. You know, I need like uh, two ARs, and I need like uh, a Glock here, a Glock. You know what I mean? Like, like they they're trigger happy. They're they're flexing, and they're they're waiting for the right moment. You know, they're they're basically. I guess what I'm trying to say is they're waiting for confrontation so they can. Yeah, you know, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. It's like I own a fuck ton of guns and I like buying guns, but I'm not trying but to you're be not confrontational. Like, you're not flexing. No, you know what no. I mean? You're like, I don't tell people about most of my guns. Exactly. Well, it's like whenever you see somebody like I, I actually follow a few like left wing gun pages on Facebook. And uh-huh. like I've got some friends that are um that are, you know, like my one friend, my one of my friends, he's like the smartest, you know, gun nut I've ever met. Like uh-huh. he actually looks at everything very objectively and he's a very intelligent guy. Um, and I think he's 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 on the libertarian. He, he's considering himself a libertarian. He didn't in the past, but, you know, it's like whatever. More power to you, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think voting for Joe Johnson is going to really do anything for you. That's just the way our political system is right now. It's just kind of broken yeah. unless you vote for the two parties. But um 
he he talks about all the time like do not put fucking stickers on your car that say what gun you own that is just an advertisement for somebody to break into your car and steal your gun and also on while you're at it cars are not holsters yeah exactly it's like it's ridiculous exactly but like that's that's the thing with these these people that these trump supporters that are driving down with these flags they're they're waiting for you to throw the first punch almost yeah. you know yeah. they're, they're they're like that close to just unleashing which is terrifying typical yeah. bully behavior exactly, that's, that's exactly typical what, bully yeah. behavior but like the fact that they're that close or textbook you know bully. what i mean it's it is really nice too to look at those pages and be like because i don't agree with everything they say and these some of these like left-wing like armed margins or like armed quality and all this shit but it's it's nice yeah. to see that some people that agree with me on a majority of social issues are like they they still they're like I still like the Second Amendment I still want to be able to own a firearm to protect myself and my family yeah you know um but like we gotta cool it with the fetishization of of military stuff these people that have never been in the military that want to walk down Main Street with an AR-15 and a full tactical vest because they want to like they think there's some militia yeah and it's crazy and we have a militia teenagers. in every state it's yeah. called the National <clears throat> Fucking Guard you, you know and like, like uh so. Just to kind of play off of what you just mentioned, you know, the teenagers walking down with yeah. thinking they're militia. So I play online video games. Uh, my uh, nerd. nerd. My uh, my father-in-law just got uh, got us uh, a year subscription to uh, PlayStation, so we can play Call of Duty with them. Right. <laughs> so so we just uh, got the newest Call of Duty and. You go on and you the like type of shit talking that kids are Aren't kids using the N word a ton now. Tons. That's what I've heard. And oh, I've never experienced it. Thank it, God. And, but, uh, it's, and it's these. They these call it the kid, gamer word now. Yeah, the, the, the kids <laughs> just in the in their basement talking shit, calling you like uh, they're saying like like shit like uh, you know the N word. They're uh, of course they're calling you a fag. Exactly. That that's came from our our generation. We're doing that like yeah, crazy. But, I mean, and like like when we I were in school, go kill yourself. I will, I will fuck your mother. I will fuck your yeah. mother. You know, like shit like that, dude. And like, they're just like slaughtering people, you know, virtually. It's on crazy. On a game, you know? And I feel like that definitely plays into, you know, yeah. that in combination of how, you know, like being a, a, a gun flexor versus a responsible right. gun owner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and I definitely think our media has d played a big part in this fetishization fetishization. It's a hard word to say. Yeah, it Fetitization. is. Fet Fetitization. Fetitization. Anyway, of military culture, you get like you yeah. get like the Michael Bay movies yeah. and stuff. Yeah. You get, and then you get like, because, and those are all produced by Jerry Bruckheimer pretty yeah. much. They're all, or a lot of those movies like, um, like, did you ever watch Con Air? No. I, I loved Con Air growing up. It's such a fun, du stupid action movie. Did you ever see that one with Nick yeah. Cage? Yeah. Um, it's, it's goofy, <laughs> but, um. They're uh, cracked.com when they used to do really good little sketches and videos. They had a thing where two two people were sitting in the office and they turned and they're like, fucking Con Air, man. Con yeah. Air. <laughs> man, the 90s. Remember when every movie didn't have to have a message? And then they start breaking it down and realizing that it's all like there's a bunch of like conservative propaganda themes laced into it. Yeah. Kind of like that. Um, I don't know if I ever if you ever watched that that renegade cut video on uh, Forrest Gump. No, I it's not. very, very interesting stuff. I never realized how many. It's not that Forrest Gump is right wing or left wing. It's just or, or Democrat or Republican, conservative or progressive. It's that it's anti left politics, basically. It's really mm. fascinating. Interesting. Yeah, you have like, to send me a link to that later. Like it, well, because they talk about how how you know it's also it's it's still 
it's still condemning uh it's it's promoting conservative christian values while also patting on the back like the parents in get out that type of thing yeah. the, the white liberal uh, upper class person who can be like oh forrest gump took this girl her book when they were segre you know mm-hmm. in- integrating the schools huh. so we can pat ourselves on the back and have a little white savior moment at the same time <laughs> like that little white savior moment yeah but it's like but then it's like their jenny is just getting obliterated in that movie and it's all be it's it's most of it is it's like a a as uh Obviously, she does drugs, but she gets into the left-wing counterculture, and they have like the 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 guy, you know, calling the soldiers baby killers. Which I don't think that, from what I've, you know, that guy, the renegade cut, those guys, his videos turned me on to the idea, and then I've done some research on it. But that was almost never a thing in actual real life. Yeah, like people were not going up. There were people that were anti-war, but people were not going up to veterans like in saying calling them baby killers and spitting in their faces yeah like if they would it was a very rare thing because if it was really happening all the time you'd have tons of veterans at the time that would have come forward and said that right yeah. right so but like they have that with her girl with her with, with jenny's boyfriend in the movie hmm. um who's like you know and then with the black panthers and the black panthers are just seen as this militant guys with these guns and they're threatening and that at that point the black panthers were barely that the black panthers was a predominantly an organization of women of mothers basically yeah setting up like after school lunch programs for kids that were poor and stuff and the only reason the black panthers had guns in the first place was just so they could stand around while um while white officers arrested black men and make sure that they didn't you know kill the guys or mm-hmm. you know put police brutality they flexed their second amendment rights but we we've had them like all in our collective consciousness in, in modern day, probably a lot of black people think this too. If they didn't learn it growing up, like we still think when we think black Panther, we think a bunch of guys in leather jackets, right. with Berets and sunglasses and guns. Right. Yeah. And that's like such a small part of what they did. Actually did. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Well, it's kind of like, uh, like with a lot of things that's been happening today where it's like, we're definitely a conservative country. Cause like if someone acts from the conservative side and they do something that's, uh, condemnable as yeah like something that just is absolutely wrong like uh the that kyle rittenhouse kid yeah Yeah. it just it's just like oh that's just one person but if something similar happens for the other side it it represents that whole entire group yeah and it's always been that way in our media where it's it's like fear it's fear rhetoric it's like oh this person did this horrible action and that means that everyone on the left progressive side stands for this right do you guys remember uh, mike huckabee sounds yeah, familiar yeah, yeah he yeah. ran for president in i think he ran i don't think he ran in 2016 but he ran in like 2012 i think he ran against obama both time or not yeah yeah so he ran against obama i think in 2008 and then uh or, or ran in the in the in the primary obviously he yeah. didn't get to the but i think i guess he got both presidential primaries i'm pretty sure and then he got like a show on fox news but there were so many clips when um when they were talking, when 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 Trump first got elected, or right before, and he was talking about the Mexicans coming to the country and blah blah blah, and Huckabee on his show would be like talking about if you had a bag of peanuts and there's one bad peanut in the bag, you gonna go through that bag of peanuts and and really risk it, you know? And he and he had like a dozen of these food metaphors. <laughs> it was only like, food. <laughs> if you get a package of M and M's, every time he just like he was like, I'm just mix them up, keep them on their toes. But it's like it's still it's the same thing every it's the time. Same metaphor. It's it's so ridiculous. And then you know you think about that, and I remember what hit me really hard, and it should, was when I found out that like 
Anne Frank and her family came to the U.S. and we turned her away. Uh-huh. Like the diary of Anne Frank, Anne Frank, like tried to come like there in that. We think about how many people we did that when we were trying to be an isolationist nation. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, we famously That's didn't crazy. get involved in World War Two until the Japanese bombed us. You know, we were we were the only thing we were we were helping the allies by sending them like supplies and that was it but we were like we're not getting involved in any military conflict even though hitler's over there on the other side of the world just annihilating people wow taking over hopping up all of his soldiers on fucking uh meth pills and having to march for four days straight and taking over half of europe yeah that's crazy i think a a lot of americans aren't aware of like the history because i i believe according to my understanding is that we had actually inspired not nazi germany with how we've just just came over here and destroyed the native populations yeah i i feel like i've heard whispers of that before i'd have to look into that but i i I could see that because i mean if you think about we forget i think we forget these these days just how much of um the 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 united states was was founded by germans as much as it was the english well, i mean the english was still the primary yeah. one obviously it's it's how we're taught you yeah. know the the history we're taught you know yeah but we we don't think about you know you think about like budweiser bush or like you know wasn't it what i didn't mean that bush i meant like bush the beer but i was thinking <laughs> the bushes though weren't the uh i think uh i think it was like the bushes that run the the bush beer no, no, no. The actual Bush, the actual Bush family, the the presidents, the other Bushes, the, the those other Bushes, the W's, they, um, they, um, uh, the W's, the, du- <laughs> the W's and the H W's, the, the, the and then there's W's, D U B Y, and then there's Jeb, Jeb Bush, Jeb is a waste. Um, but yeah, because I think it was like it was like their Bush's great grandfather or something actually donated money to like the fascist party or like had something to do it or no they had business ties with them, which is you know whatever. I bet a lot of people. I bet there's a lot of American companies that did before before all that went to shit throughout the 30s and stuff. Yeah, I mean you've got a comp. The entire world is trying to recover from the Great Depression, and of course Germany had the Weimar Republic at that point and they were fucked. You know you had. They just kept printing money, so you had to a, a loaf of bread was ten thousand dollars, and like <laughs> that's really how it was. It was wow. crazy. They they uh, were fucked, and that's and that's because they were crippled by the the Treaty of Versailles after World War One. So they had like their their whole entire infrastructure, their whole country was fucked. They couldn't make anything for themselves. They couldn't have a military. You know, they 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 were they had to pay back so many war debts that mm-hmm. the comp- the country just was shoved pushed into um poverty like it's crazy we, you couldn't do that these days like if we went to like an actual war that's a war that'd be a war crime basically yeah if you if you subjugate an entire country full of people and and destroy their economy yeah for it's, for reparations and this is why like we should start teaching history as it is so we can actually attempt to learn from these fucking lessons that are just yeah. littered throughout centuries of fucking or, or at least teaching it like on in a non-biased way you yeah. know just being totally transparent this is what we did this is what happened i think arguably the first part to that is that we start telling more not white and yeah european centric exactly. history yeah. exactly it's crazy to think like like we talked about you know the the five bloods with learning that crispus addicts was the first 
person to be the first yeah. man to be the first American man to be shot to be killed in the Revolutionary War technically was a black man. Yeah, and that's like, his name right there. Yeah, Crispus Attucks. Okay. Um, and it's it's crazy, and I'm sure we learned about Crispus Attucks in school. I don't remember if they talked about if he was black. I don't they probably that at but all. I, yeah. but I mean, it just it gets to the root of the problem that we only have a Black History Month. Do do you even remember doing a Black History Month that in school? Do you remember anybody us doing a month of just Black History? I think so. I don't even remember doing that. I feel like if they did, they glossed I, over it. I feel like like one year I we did it, but I don't think it was consistent. Yeah, it wasn't even consistent. So it's like people complain about Black History Month and how bullshit it is that they they make it one month out of the year, and it's like where we live though, it was so conservative that. They didn't even do that. Yeah. Like rarely ever did we learn anything about black history. It's and crazy. Usually, yeah. In our education system for a lot of conservative areas, it's usually just like, oh, yeah, Martin Luther King ended racism. Yeah, he's great. The last racist ever killed him. Yeah. But now we're good. Yeah. Now we're good. Everything's how it's magically taught. better. Yeah. And it's like and it's like they just they, like, they kind of breeze over Malcolm X too. like, oh, yeah. It. He was a he was kind of mean. You know, he, he kind of had a point, but he was he didn't have to be so mean about it. And yeah. that's kind of how it's taught to us. It's just like we get those two figures or and like, that's it. <laughs> or like Fidel Castro, who is a much more complicated man. Like Fidel Castro did some bad things, but like we have a such a vilified idea of him. And when you look into like the story of like him in Cuba and, and it's it's a very it's a very tragic tale. Like when 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 Americans first started to learn about Castro, he was like the charming revolutionary fighter mm-hmm. before he got involved with the Soviets, basically. And it's like, it's crazy though. Yeah. That whole thing is just like I said. He did he did some horrible things, but I just feel like he's a more complex character than than people think. I think we all were. I remember once I was in a uh, anthropology class at, at, when I was like like second year of college, and uh, and the it was like a friend, or cultural anthropology, which interested me more than like you know digging up bones and like learning about ancient cultures. I'm like I want to know what cultural anthropology, you know, in modern day and how it all works with everything, a kind Mm -hmm. of sociological thing. Um, But I remembered, um, fuck, I just lost that. Sorry. I just, I just lost track of my thought. Uh, (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. This kid, this kid swinging a miss. Oof. 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 No, this kid though, he, uh, the, 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 the teacher, she was really cool. The professor of the class was hilarious. Um, And she, uh, she had kind of like this librarian thing, a little bit older, nice. kind of a kind of a milfy librarian. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Did she have like the thick rim glasses? She had the thick rim glasses, and she was like, she had like a nasally voice, and she was like, mm. and I remember I once tried to. We were talking about bonobos. Do you know about bonobos, the chimp relatives that just fuck all the time instead of fighting? I I, I knew that they were chimp relatives. I didn't yeah, know yeah. They they, they have a they have a the society based on sex. They don't like murder each other. The women are in control, and they just dole out sex to control the men. It's it's pretty crazy. Wow. And I remember once yeah. I thought I was going to catch Sounds her off guard, rough. you know, a little 19-year-old Chris, and I'm like, <laughs> oof. Or maybe I was like 20. I don't know. Maybe I can't remember what it was, but I was like, do they engage in cunnilingus? And she's like, oh, yeah, all kinds of sex. <laughs> like, And I was nothing, nothing. But anyway, she um, she mentions about Fidel Castro and then this one kid in my class who was kind of Got dumb. triggered and No, no, he didn't do that. I'll tell you a story about that, though, that was funny <laughs> with somebody else. But he uh, he said something like, well, he's pure evil and she's like why and he was like he had no idea why like and i'm not trying to talk shit like we've all been there yeah. where we hit something subconsciously enough times and we didn't bother to put the effort for to for, forth to actually challenge the idea uh-huh. it happens all the time still you know it's, it's a hard it's a hard part of gr- growing up is learning learning how to not do that yeah you know? 
Yeah, I think to just interject an example, a recent example for me is I just had a block a dude on Twitter who kept like posting pro Nazi stuff to points I was making, and I was like, I didn't really debate him much throughout the time, but I I kind of just not really. It's hard to describe. It's like, all right, that that's kind of super wrong, and uh, but I eventually blocked him because I'm like, dude, this there's something weird with this guy, like <laughs> because uh. Yeah, it's like you were talking about, like, yeah, you got to do the work and the research. But yeah. at some point, too, there's, you also have to draw some lines. Because I think, like, yeah, Nazism is definitely a, yeah. not a great thing. Fascism, Nazism. Yeah. You yeah. you heard it first here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Nazis, bad. Nazis don't give us money. Yeah. yeah don't give us money. We won't don't a, give us money. We won't take your money. We'll, we'll, oh, we won't burn it. We'll donate it. Yeah, I'd be that work. Yeah. Dude, give us your money. Give us all your money. <laughs> give us your money. That'd be like the worst, <laughs> the worst con with no. You you just you pretend to be a Nazi so you can get donated Nazi money and then you donate it to like anti-Nazi like pro like That's good brilliant. You know. Yeah, but it wouldn't work. You'd just be awful. You would just like it wouldn't be worth it. Your life would just be shit. Oh You'd be like, God. I'm the ultimate martyr. <laughs> it's like no, I promise, I'm not a Nazi. It's the long game. <laughs> What was uh? What was the what were the topic you were getting at? Oh, I was talking about some uh, anthropology things. Fidel Castro. Fidel Castro. Well, yeah, and then there was um, there was a there was this one girl who was there. She was like classic, like super skinny, like kind of goth girl. Mm-hmm. And she uh, not she librarian milf. No, no, no. It was some girl in my class, and she was so fucking annoying. Anyway, she uh, they we were talking about like, I think we were talking about uh. You know, basically like, you know, yeah, the the war in Iraq and the war on terror is kind of is bullshit. But at the same time, we have done some good things over there. Like we, we'd, we'd actually, you know, in certain aspects have helped people from, you know, uh, protected them from the Taliban, even though we agitated the Taliban and in our way kind of created Al Qaeda and the Taliban. Mm-hmm. But that's decades ago that we started doing that. But like, I, I remember the girl was talking about. That like it'd be better if they didn't if we didn't get involved and in, and in, in have the like like literally they're going around and chopping people's heads off and like holding these villages of people hostage and stuff and it's like when we send soldiers in and we're we're fighting the Taliban to protect people not just go sending in drone strikes she was trying to say that like I'd rather die than to let the Americans come in and help and it was just like but I remember she said it she was like somebody was like well, okay well what about this and she's like I'd rather die. It was so wow. funny. She I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> like, and we're all like, no, dude, we we understand. Like, we're all like, none of us are like, rah, rah, American. But we're like, yeah, if the Taliban are like cutting people's heads off, yeah. I think I'd rather have the soldiers, actual soldiers sent into my city to protect me. Because like, we're not talking about drone strikes and shit like right, that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. she's, I'd rather die. That's, like, like you're so proud. Response. It's like, yeah, pirate response. <laughs> God. <laughs> that, that reminds me of a, like a, an image I just saw too of like an anti-masker rally where it was like this lady was holding up a sign. It's like I'd rather my family die from COVID than live in fear. What the fuck is that? And dude? Tra- I was like, I just translated it. I was like, this woman really hates her life choices. <clears throat> yeah, she doesn't give a shit about her family. Uh, survival yeah. of the fittest. Yeah, <laughs> Darwinism. Darwinism. But it's like that kind of sign. Thinking like she's making a point, and it's like. uh you should be fucking protecting your family. Like you, 
I'm, I assume she's a mother because she was an older lady, and it's just like yeah. that's her stance on the whole situation. I'd rather my whole yeah. fucking family die than like wear a mask. It's Holy ridiculous. Holy shit. Yeah, I, I loved it when you saw those people that were protesting that were like, my body, my choice. Yeah. That God. was crazy. You've got now, conservatives saying that about masks. It's like, you, are you meaning to do that? Yeah, it's like the hypocrisy and the irony. Are just, you trying to be, is that like a joke? Or are you just that stupid that you don't realize that you're making the, the, the one of the most important pro-choice arguments? You're using the, the, the words <laughs> from it? This. For this. For this. Yeah. Because you want a fucking haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the other thing too. You got all these white people in the streets because I'm, you know, we'll say it. Most of the anti-maskers are white people, just like most of the Trump supporters and the right-wing people are white people. Fucking yeah. white people. Fucking white people. We just, I don't know. Not, not, you know, whatever. Some white people. Some people. Some other people's white children. You know, you say other people's. Some people's kids. Some people's. Some kids. people's white yeah. kids. Some people's white kids. Some white families, white kids, <laughs> and so, their white siblings. But it's like. It's just it, these people are crazy, and it and it's just sad. It's sad that they don't seem to comprehend, like you said, the hypocrisy of it. Yeah, yeah. it's just I don't get it, man. And then and then you were talking about earlier with the with the you know how people went right when we started. We were talking. You're talking about how people are um you know rah 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 but with their Trump flags in their trucks and they want you to start something mm-hmm. whether they're carrying you know AR-15s in front of them and they're all tacked out or not or they're just some shirtless dude in the back of a truck with a MAGA hat yeah. they're like they want you to start some shit yeah, and exactly. it's just like I still think and I've mentioned it many times before the best one of the best things I've ever seen South Park do was when they explained how you know being an asshole to people who voted for Trump is the opposite thing that you want to do. Exactly. Because you're just going to embolden them to dig their heels yeah, in you're, you're, and think that they're under attack. You're encouraging. It, yeah. You know, you're pushing Like that. me personally, anybody I know who doesn't, who still supports Trump, I just, I, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't get behind you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's hard. It's like, it's like, I just, I think you're either being willfully, willfully, willfully ing- ignorant. Man, I can't even talk. Listen to me. <laughs> Shut up. Well, I think that's the thing too. It's uh, being Wilfrey. Wilfrey. I can't even do it. Wilfredy. <laughs> uh, but that, that's the thing too. Is uh, like a good strategy is to not engage them. Like stay on your toes and mm. you know definitely be aware. But like don't engage. Yeah. And 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 some things I've done around town that's been like that's been preached all over and over. It's like we're not here to start shit. We're not here to like destroy yeah, right. shit. Exactly. Don't engage with these people. Yeah, that's the, that's our strategy because we're not trying. Don't to give them the attention. You mean what? So you mean what Black Lives Matter is doing? Like they're not doing. Like they're. It's it's crazy that that they've gotten conflated with rioters, and it's like no, Black Lives Matters has nothing to do with riots. Yeah. yeah. The leader, nobody who's officially in that movement is like this is what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not even an anti-rioting person. Like I'm. I understand that riots kind of have to happen sometimes. I'd be pissed yeah. too. If yeah. this was happening to me, I'd be fucking breaking the fuck out of shit. Mm-hmm. I'd be destroying things. Now, a lot of them are people that are being opportunistic or they're blowing off steam or they're stealing exactly. shit. Yeah. But yeah. The, there, I understand that there are, in, cert, in situations, I think there are, I, I, I don't know if it's personally justified, but I, it makes sense. It's like a, it's like you're you're blocking off the pressure and the pressure, you're agitating the, the, yeah. the the great fucking melting pot You're that we have here. The bear. You're poking the bear, and you got to be able to let off the steam. You got to let the bear out. You got to let the bear out. Got to let the bear out sometimes. Yeah, and it's uh, <laughs> there's a meme that's been online where it's like it's that beehive or whatever, and that person with like a baseball bat hits it. Yeah, and then the bees like swarm the dude, and then it's like the next like bottom of the meme, and it's like the news is like 
crazy beehive attacks men. <laughs> and that's kind of what, what's what's been happening, too. It's yeah. like they're sending in, like, feds or even, like, the local police departments or... or yeah, like the, or these unmarked government or these militias. That's and, crazy. Yeah, and it's like they're going in there and, like, just kicking the shit out of these people. And, like, then once those people are like, hey, you're beating us up, and they react to it, then they're like, oh, these... It's like they point fingers. It's textbook bully fucking behavior. Yeah, the, when yeah. they when exactly they go in and, when they go in and agitate, they're literally just making things worse. At yeah. this point, you got to just let the shit. You got to back off and let the shit play out. But they were so they were so saddened. They were so freaked out about that free zone or whatever in Seattle, yeah. where it's like, from what I understood, it was just a bunch of hippies sitting around trading shit. <laughs> like it wasn't even they just like took up a few blocks and we're like we're gonna we're gonna do a thing we're we're a commune now and the city was like nope we're tear gassing you yeah. and then just like let's let's incite the, it's like no they're not even they're not even just let them be lame hippies dude yeah yeah it's like what's what if we just like attacked everybody at woodstock back in 60 <laughs> the government came in and just started gassing woodstock like the that south park episode where they're driving the isn't the it, drill into the, the, the hippie drill, crowd. Yeah, that's a good Slayer. one. Yeah, hip, hippies hate death metal. Yeah, <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, wow. Yeah, man, we've talked for a very long time. Not well, really that long. What's our time at? Our like an hour and twenty. Oh, that's so like got the really shortest episode. Yeah, no, no, I still want to keep talking. Yeah. So I was introduced to this thing. I I haven't taken taken really any part of it, but. Um, there's this uh, this group on Facebook. They're internet trolls, and um, it's called Couch Auctions, and uh, it's really funny to watch. But essentially, they'll in this group they'll share a uh, a uh, some random live video from Facebook of some person like doing their nails or you know, eating food and for some reason feel the need to make it live. So this live video gets shared in this group and then everybody in the group goes to the live video and tries bidding on a couch. That's not, <laughs> it's not like, for sale. No, they're like, they're like wondering like, why are all these people like trying to buy my couch? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. dude. Yeah. That is trolling for okay. good. That is, that's hilarious. That is a good level of trolling. Yeah. That's that, good. Trolling. Intense, like, They'll go in like some somebody would be like, yeah, I actually have the paperwork right here. It says so and so's couch for auction. Um, <laughs> like over like voice chat or something, or like the or like, like the chat the, the little, chat window, the, little, the chat log. Chat That's logs. hilarious. Yeah, and everyone's like two fifty, two sixty. What is going on? Is, this girl's just doing her nails. Like, what the like, fuck what is the going hell? on? <laughs> it's really funny to watch, but you have to like watch it right when it starts you can't like jump in like, right 10 right. minutes after it's been posted because then you know you miss all the good shit yeah 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 because 10 minutes then you're just like you already know it's already established you want to see it unfurl you want to see the person start to realize what the fuck is going on yeah i know who who is this who, who is this why is why do people why, think my couch is my for sale couch, what and then somebody's like no here see look it's right here yeah and then there's like a facebook marketplace play page and it's like a, just a screenshot of the person's stream and it's right. just like with her in the shot yeah like they like crop her out <laughs> like, yeah. it's like one arm of a couch yeah. you like see it in the background couch for sale couch <laughs> that's crazy God, whole couch will be provided with other pictures. Yes, <laughs> that's funny. That's yeah, positive. I do like people that like troll, just in a way that doesn't harass people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Just for 
just for the just for the lols, brah. <laughs> for the lols. Not now trolling has become so dark because we know like that like QAnon in 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 the Boogaloo Boys were basically started by 4chan trolls. Yeah. Like it's yeah. we know we know that that's how this shit starts. They're just mm-hmm. like, hey, you know what? I wonder what somebody and they just for. take it too far. Yeah, they're yeah. like, dude, let's trick some fucking morons. Like, and then they do it. The Storm Area Fifty One thing. Oh god, <laughs> so stupid. I almost forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, nothing really happened. They just had like a DJ concert out in the desert and a bunch of kids naruto ran on instagram Did anybody actually get hurt during that i don't think so i don't, know. I don't think anybody actually tried to storm area 51 i think i, I think they just hung out near area 51 there might have been some armed dudes that were like, there were some armed like, dudes like, like there. we're seeing right now they're the, like the kyles yeah, i'm gonna but the, i don't think anybody kyles exactly yeah the kyles fucking kyles like we're like we are seeing right now with everything going on yeah. these kyles showing up don't even know how to fucking hold a gun yeah like if, when they I've I, seen so many pictures of people like sh- like in a position to shoot, and their fucking elbows like up like this or some shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. They like, don't even know how to shoot. They don't. Like, God, they don't damn, train. Dude. I say I like the the on the on another one of those things on those left wing one of those left wing gun pages that I follow on Facebook, and it was like, it was like it had you know boogaloo boys, and it's like, what are you doing? You're like you're not ready for the boogaloo, dude. You don't even know how to grow a fucking tomato. Like, yeah. like if the shit hits the fan and we have the too. apocalypse, it's like you. What are you doing? No, you just want to go around. You just want to agitate people and be ready to shoot somebody. Yeah, yeah. like that Kyle Rittenhouse kid was totally ready to shoot somebody. Exactly. That- He's like, I brought my medic bag in case anybody. And it's like, why? Are, what are you doing? How? How? How in God's name are there still? There are still conservative pundits that are really trying to spin this that he did nothing wrong. And it's like he was seventeen years old. He took uh, an AR-15 across state lines. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like, his mom should be held accountable too. Yes, this is ridiculous. And that just kind of goes back to what I was saying. You know, the the flexing. He, he probably played like online. He probably played Call of Duty. He probably yeah, played Call of Duty. He probably. He's probably one of those kids who's talking shit. Well, like, yeah. Somebody uh-huh. posted. A friend of mine posted on Facebook not too long ago, and it was it was showing like a bunch of different like shooters, basically like mass shooters, uh-huh. and then like him. Yeah. And and it was so. And they all most of them looked very similar. They were like pasty white kids yeah. with glasses and it was like if your friend if your friend who looks like this starts what's wrong with you glasses? Know, saying weird shit you trying to say something yes but anyway they were they were all but they all looked like that you said yeah. you know he looked kind of doughy and kind of pasty and he had glasses yeah and like, they all look like they, they all look they, like they, they all like look just, like they just play call of duty yeah, all day and they're just a random kid from school that you know probably doesn't have a whole lot of friends yeah you know what i mean and it's it's just like blending right in yeah. That's what's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I think with, with Rittenhouse, like his mother should be held a camel too. Cause I'm sure that she encouraged him to, to be, become that person. And yeah. it's like, I, I, that's, possibly I wouldn't say, cause there are lots, there are parents that just ignore that and just ignore it in their kids just, because they don't want to rock the boat because they're so codependent. Yeah. That is a thing uh, for a confrontation on that. Or yeah. maybe they just like, okay, oh, I can't lose my have, baby. Go have fun playing, uh, playing, playing soldier. I'll be back in an hour to pick you up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously. That's what goes through my yeah. head. She like, didn't she like drop him off there? Yeah. She, she's the one who drove him. Yeah. Exactly. Jesus Christ. All right, we'll go get pizza when you're done playing with your Yeah, guys, she okay? should she needs to be accountable Absolutely. to some some be held accountable. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. He's like, oh god, just the picture. It's a shame She's that like in her minivan, he's in the back like all loaded up and Have everything. you have you guys are you guys familiar with Uwe Boll at uh, all? No. Mm. He's a German filmmaker who made a bunch of really shitty video game movies throughout like the 2000s from like 2000 which one to like 2000 like um it, Alone in the Dark with Christian Slater and House of the Dead, where they actually like splice in video game footage 
He made like a Blood Rain movie. Like you don't recognize any of this shit because that's it all just came and went. It was on franchises that were kind of popular then. Uh, he made a Far Cry movie that was just terrible. Before the Far Cry series was what it is it now. It sounds like some shit that I would stumble it's, across on Netflix. It's dog shit, too. Yeah. Like, it's kind of funny, but at the same time, they're mostly just boring. And what it is is he literally gets... um, he. I think he was getting, like, because of tax loopholes and, like, subsidization from the, from the German government, he was able to make these movies that were just horrendous. And they did hor- horribly. They didn't make any money, but they didn't cost hardly anything to make. And then he could just write it off because of, like, these grants or something as a filmmaker. Huh. It's crazy. And he made all these horrendous movies. But he made one good movie back in, like, 2009 or 10 called Rampage, which is a little harder yeah, to watch these I've days. Yeah, I've seen Rampage. Yeah, you've seen Rampage. I've seen – there's a couple of them, actually. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen the other ones, but I was that was actually a really interesting, well-put-together movie. Yeah, yeah. Because it – it's hard to watch now, it's though. It's very hard to watch, yeah. dude. Like that dude, basically. For have you seen it? Mm. Or it's no, I this, have not. This angry dude, basically, like guy in his like early twenties, I think. Yeah, you know, he he uh, twenty one, twenty two, yeah, living he, with his parents, living in, with like, his a, parents. He ends up small town. He makes this like suit of like armor. Yeah, like bulletproof, bulletproof armor. armor or some shit. I don't Puts know on what, a paintball mask, paintball mask, and he just goes and starts. He goes on a rampage. He yeah. he starts shooting people. It's crazy. Well, like yeah. in a video game? Or no, in no, the... in real in real life. Yeah, like th- this is the this is like a, a small town. He like he just walks down Main Street and starts unloading on people with his machine guns that he bought on the black market. Jesus. And that's what it's about. And then it's about it's about him and like he makes his you know his crazy like speech about how you know to leave with people. And then he you know spoilers for you know i don't i don't think you really need to watch it at this in this day and age you, you it, it was definitely it. it was easier to watch in 2010 before we had such a abundance of I mass remember shootings. that's that's when i watched yeah, it too yeah, and when I actually, it came out I it was on I, netflix i, I remember i watched the sequel uh, i never saw the sequel cuz it's the same guy yeah i i watched the sequel i think it was last year actually i was just looking for random shit I he's was, a good actor too yeah. like he plays it, that creepy white dude yeah the fucking me mugging you from the corner. Yeah, he plays yeah. that dude, the the fucking evil, you know, like the probably fascist it, nerd. It, it turns into like a, a Jason Bourne type oh situation. Oh my god, that's where he's ridiculous. Like, he's like living in the mountains and he's got like all these traps set up and like. But he's still the bad guy, right? He's still the bad guy. Okay, that's good. And least. they're hunting for him. They're hunting him, dude. and and he's he's got like There's, all I, these like high tech traps set up. He's got like a beard now, <laughs> and he lives in this like hobbit hole that he. <laughs> Doug as long as they're not glorifying no there's been things where they've done that where they've had like something that was really interesting like rambo rambo's the same you know the most important one like the first rambo was actually had something to say about vietnam yeah um even though it was a kind of a conservative fantasy to a certain element but then the other ones were just like you know like rambo 2 he's like do we get to win this time and they just <laughs> go back and win vietnam on a mo- in a movie basically is what they do <laughs> yeah and uh <laughs> but it's like it's it's I'm glad to hear that they didn't do that with it. But yeah, yeah it's it's they glorify it. It's it, yeah, it's a crazy but it's like the one time movie bull actually made an interesting you know, movie. Th- there was another uh Which vi- ironically has a video game for a title, but there, it's not there is the another uh <laughs> I wonder if it's the same guy that uh redid it, but there was a video game that got a ton of shit. It was called Postal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah um and there are... there was actually um like a whole a movie. Yeah, they made a movie, but the thing about this game, though, like, there was a group of mothers that actually got together to try and, like, ban the game from, uh, you know, I forgot what they call themselves, but Postal ended up getting that group of mothers in the video game, 
and you can go and like murder geez. them. Murder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, That's Postal is like wild. right? Yeah, exactly. And they fucking made a movie out of it too. It's yeah. got Vern Troyer in it. Yeah. You see Not it? the monkeys. Not the monkeys. I've seen that part where they try to put them in the monkey chain cage. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Jesus. Yeah, um it's uh it's like, Kind of Grand Theft these, Auto a little bit. Yeah, these power violence fantasies. I mean, like, yeah, exactly. It does. I think it speaks to something in that deep in the human consciousness. Because I mean, we've been at war with each other since the, be- dawn, the dawn time. time. Yeah. Re- real quick, Postal was also made by Uwe Boll. Okay, that's that's what but I was wondering. From what I understand, that movie kind of. I mean, the Postal games have a horrible sense of totally humor. different. Yeah, totally the movie in the movie's kind of poking fun at it, I guess. Yeah, a little but bit. it's not. But it's, it's but Rampage. When we talk about Ramp- Rampage, Rampage, Rampage is actually is like, an, like Postal. Rampage is a hard watch, but it's more serious. It's like the you, they put you in the mind of this guy. Yeah, you know, it's not a comedy for sure. Yeah, but Postal's like a weird. I think they try to do kind of a satire thing, but it's they it's do. Still, they try and make it. Sort it's of still fun. pretty. Uh, yeah, it's still pretty uh, awful in parts, though. What were you? <laughs> pretty offensive. What were you about to say, Travis? Uh, about being at war since the dawn of time with ourselves. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's like the, these power violence fantasies right. that get that are just presented to us as a society or as a culture, or that are part of our collective consciousness. It, it does speak to some sort of like barbarism or some sense of uh, just. Something like there's something in our brains that does want to gravitate towards like aggression and violence. I think. Yeah, but it's like I mean, it's how we got here. Yeah, man. Yeah. Really, I mean the, the the you know like you said natural selection, and part of that is being able to. Uh, I but, think I think once we started eating yeah other things, it, <laughs> that's when yeah. it started. It's it's just primal instinct, and that's why like yeah. I think having creative outlets and the more that humanity evolves, absolutely, it, it, we take those type of feelings and direct them towards something we're doing creatively and it's like i had a friend bring up a point the other day it's like you ever notice how like these right wing or conservative people aren't nearly as creative as the as the other side right yeah they they, there's it they just channel all that energy towards one specific thing they don't look for those outlets you're you're 100 right you know you don't see like a uh glorified you know like a musician or you know i don't know uh Somebody who has an actual hobby going out. You just know that it's this white kid that probably played violent video games. You know, yeah. And yeah. that was their outlet. I mean. Violent I, video I, games I, and military I, and military history. I think violent <laughs> video games are, are fun, but that mm. shouldn't be your outlet. You know, like like yeah. Travis and I. It can I be go, an outlet, it but it shouldn't be, be your yeah, only outlet. Yeah, Fuck, exactly. no. We go, we go backpacking. We brew mm-hmm. beer. We, I mean. Play music, play music, yeah. collect records and shit. You know, uh, play with cats, play with cats, play some basketball with the cats, <laughs> play basket cat ball, basket, basket cat ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, I you're definitely right. You know, having a creative outlet is, um, and everybody can be creative, and, yeah. and not just for per, like preventing violence, but to also yeah. give yourself a little bit more purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, would, I would say that's pretty spot on. Well, and I think it's it's. I think a lot of people just it's kind of like how like I would always default into thinking that I was really bad at math and I hated math. Yeah. But I just wasn't getting the proper once once when I was when I was like 19 and I my my the my lady thankfully my girlfriend at the time she my my lady now. <laughs> my, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Anyway. 
Um, but she, she was able to like, she was basically a live in tutor and she basically taught me, like we moved in together pretty early in our relationship and she basically like tutored me in math. And then I helped her write her papers because huh. yeah, we were going to college at the same time. And it was awesome. And once she like before, before I, cause I, I went to school for like two semesters and just kind of fucked off maybe like two and a half semesters. And, and I, I think because I was always smart enough to, I was smart enough to just kind of skate by at school. Yeah. Cause I didn't care that much, but yeah. like, like I got like I had a cum- I remember I had a cumulative GPA of like 3.5 by my senior year, but I all- I never I took like one AP class in all of high school. I didn't school, take any AP classes. And I got classes. like a C in it. It was like the one time I ever got anything yeah. lower than a B in high school. And I was very like, similar to me in I got, that sense. Yeah, I got rewarded. <laughs> and then we got to go to like like fucking um uh not Boondock Wahoo's what it's called now. That's like actually this- where I'm going today nice. after this. Really? Nice. Yeah, it's only like 35 bucks for a package of mini golf go-karts and nice. uh laser tag. Man, how do they do that with uh, with the virus? Yeah, laser tag's the hard one. I yeah, can see mini golf. Maybe not laser tag. And go karts, maybe, you know, obviously but, with a mask, but laser tag, yeah. I don't know if they're no going to have laser tag open. No melee attacks. Yeah, no melee attacks. No attack. hitting people no, in the like face the black with a gun. Keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, fuck, what was I saying? Anyways, uh, yeah, uh, coasting through. Yeah, yeah, college. I was coasting through. Yeah, and, and, uh, so, but then I remember trying to do these math classes in, in college, and, like, I did the first oh, one fine. I did find, and then the, and then it just there's always a level, and it was it happened to me in high school. There's a certain level you get to like algebra two concepts yeah, that I like. You, I get confused. It starts to like ex- it gets more abstract. The, the curve starts going up exponentially. It feels like that's it. what that's, that's what you learned in math. I oh learned my God, how exponentially, and I I know the fundamentals <laughs> of math. Trust me, I do. I I I know and I apply it. Yeah, right? you know, but. Footwork. What what fucking and got me when I went to school? Because I I was I went to school for uh, about four years part time, um, and um, I I didn't graduate. Right, I retook a a math class at BSU three times, Ugh. and I still didn't pass it. I I basically did that, and it sucked. the The third time, and you're only allowed to retake it a certain number of times. Which is really shitty, and then they have to what drop you back down or something? I, or I don't know. I after the third time, <laughs> you don't I, graduate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, the it was kind of a slap in the face. The first two, and I learned my lesson. Like if you're going to go to school, then you better actually apply yourself. Um, because I tried coasting through that. I I couldn't do it. The first two times, my score was based off of assignments and tests. Right. Yeah. The third and final time. Was ba- it was literally an average of three test scores. Oh, that's, that's it. There was oof, no buffer. Oof. oof yeah, that's rough. I yeah. see. I was gonna say wh- what's funny about like I had almost the same experience. Like I went into like it was like the the not remedial math, but like really basic math. Yeah. It was like math one hundred eight, and I remember I aced the class. It wasn't very difficult. It was all stuff that I knew in, from high school. Um, and then it was like because I I got an A in the class I got to go up to math one forty three which was like skips one and then there's one in the middle and That's I started that and was so, so lost. Are you talking about high school? No, a uh, college in oh, college. Okay. And then I was so lost. So then I I withdrew from that class before I could you know before before I'd lose the credit or whatever. Um, when it was still okay. And then I did the one in between. And then I got through that one part way and got so lost. And it was like literally I would study really hard. Yeah. But I wouldn't understand the fundamentals of how the concept works. And then by the time I got to the test, I would just forget fucking everything. Yeah, dude, you and I are like seriously the same. Yeah, when it comes to math, it sounds like it. I think it's our uh, ADHD probably. Probably. But yeah, no, I remember that too. I took like the math 123, math Mm -hmm. 143, math 160. And then the one after that is 
where shit hit the fan. Yeah. And unfortunately, I didn't even get that high. It sounds like you're better at math than I am. Yeah. Well, what I, uh, I had to pass this math course in order to get into Kobe, which is the College of Business and Economics, to, uh, you know, the last part of getting that degree. And I I couldn't do it. And I just, you know what? I'm going to just work and just do things I love. And, yeah. you know, everyone's got their own type of success. You know, my, my sister, for example, is like, she just moved to uh, Philadelphia. Damn. Or uh, not, sorry, Pittsburgh to uh, pursue her um, her master's. So she's going to be there for four Jesus, years. That's crazy. Yeah. In, in like, what? Uh, I, this is going to make, make me sound like a shitty brother, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, businessy thing. Uh, la- uh, I, smart lady things. Smart lady business uh, things. Holly, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. You're probably too busy. <laughs> she's probably not listening to this because she's, she's way too fucking she's, busy. She's busy uh, going somewhere in life. No, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> but like everyone's us. got their own type yeah. of success. For me, mm-hmm. like my success comes from my values. You know, the things I value are. Our music, uh, friends, family, cooking, cats, cats, beer, beer, you know, like (laughs) the things I actually do that make me happy. Maybe I don't have like a, a big house. I've got a decent job. I have a 401k. Mm -hmm. I have goals in life. And to me, that's, that's success for me. I feel like I'm in a similar place. You are, you You are. Everyone's got their own type of success, you know, and I, you don't need to, I mean, you you definitely can if you if you want to get more money later on, you know, get a degree, maybe get a better job. Um, but it's you know it's it comes to a point where it's just like consuming you, and then you come back to society. I feel like you know people that are that that go uh, get drafted um, and then come back, or people that like my sister who is just like college is your life yeah she went yeah. straight from high school into college didn't yeah. fucking didn't fucking stumble and just so was like coming back forward. once once you're done now what i guess I'll, yeah. I'll get a job right but like it's you're going on a different path that just seems to keep growing at what point are you going to have time for you know fun stuff yeah i mean yeah. and i don't think that that's irresponsible to to make you know having fun a priority um, I mean, you know, that's something a, a child would probably say. I just want to have fun for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know what you I mean? You want to be happy, dude. But you, you want to be joy. happy. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like doing this stuff, right? Yeah. Like, or going. I, yeah. So. Anyways. Yeah. No, I agree. I like a lot of what you're saying. I want to, um, I want to come back to that because I want to talk about some stuff I learned about dopamine recently, okay. but I'd love to hear your take on what we're kind of talking about first, Travis, and like kind of your experience. Hey, 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 I'm, I'm still here. It's <laughs> your boy. Uh, I mean, everything that was being said, because like, I think success really to put it simply is like getting to a point in life where you're, you're you're pretty happy with your life choices. I think ultimately Mm -hmm. or like, and there's always this kind of constant struggle that you have to go through. But I think it comes down to at the end of the day where you're like, all right, I, I think I put in a good effort forth today. Might as well, might as well go to bed, and we'll get right back at it tomorrow, or we'll do something. And then, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's everything's kind of already been said. You can't you can't live your life with regret. You yeah, know, like well, thinking I I failed. Therefore, yeah, like I'm an a inception. Failure. Yeah, and I think yeah. that that's a thing too. Uh, inception's a good reference, but yeah. like to me, failure is not something to be feared when when it comes to our definition of, of success. Like, I think. It's like what I think Wayne Gretzky says it. It's like you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Right. It's super cliche, but it's also it's super true. true. Yeah. yeah. 
It's like I'd rather because I'm a creative dude. I, I guess I can call myself that or label myself that or whatever. You narcissist. Yeah. I'm a narcissist. You motherfucker. Fucking idiot. Fucking idiot, But, damn, what was I talking about? You were talking about... Uh, oh, yeah, failure. Failure is not something that I've uh, ever been a, necessarily afraid of when it comes to my creative projects. I'd rather create something and try to do the best I can. And if ultimately it fails, it fails. And it's, that's okay with me because, like, to me, it's more about, like, pushing the envelope and trying to expand consciousness it's kind of like we, <laughs> we've experienced a ton of failure in our brewing endeavors yeah. you know, we've made a lot of really shitty beer yeah but. that would i always think about that when i think about <laughs> you guys you're brewing. like yeah you're shitty beer. <laughs> yeah i think about your shit no i just the first thing i think about <laughs> every i i just want to say for the record out of all the beers that you guys have made that you've had me try i've only ever I think I had one that wasn't my thing, but I could recognize that it was good. Yeah. And then I had one that was just kind of eh. And you even told me, but everything that you guys have given me has been really good. Well, we, you know, every time we brew, we are getting better and better. Yeah. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning, too. You know, like the was the seven to ten pl year plan or whatever. Yeah. Um. It. You know. It's steel underpants. You. You. <laughs> if you make a shit, what was the saying? There's no such thing as a. Bad beer, just some beer that's more desirable than others, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you know, I don't know. I've had some bad beer over the years. Yeah. But so you, you desire you, it less. But, but did you dump it out? You, you probably drank it. No, I dumped it. Uh, I've dumped okay. out some really bad beer. <laughs> Anyways, I, somebody else's just, homebrew. Just to okay, not ours. Ooh. Not yours. Not yours. Just to tie things back to what Travis was saying, I I failure makes you stronger, and it's yeah. okay to fall down. You would never. I I. There's a lot of people that are raised up you know thinking that if you fall down you're weak or you're a failure yeah you know and it, i feel like it, it it gives people a a complex you know yeah i think it, an important part of that too is like being willing to learn from failure yeah and being able to be like step back look at yourself in the mirror and be like god damn i'm a i'm a monster i'm a monster i'm a monster it was a monster or like it's like or it's like ah man i i kind of swung and missed at that but okay that's that's fine i'm gonna try to figure out how to get better yeah dude absolutely i agree i've always been too i think i've always just been afraid of failure too much in my life that's probably one of my you should one of my biggest character flaws yeah i seek failure i live to fail I you walk start driving around in like <laughs> a crane situation. He's like driving on the wrong side of the road. I'm going to go to college and you I'm step, going to intentionally fail. You step out the you step out the door in your underwear with flip flops and you put on, you put on blackface and you're like I'm ready to fail today. You step out of your underwear or step out of your underwear. You step out of your underwear with blackface and you're like and you're like come to me. You're like inviting. Failure. All right, here it's, we go. Let's I, go. I have. Turned over a new league. It is time to fail. I am embracing it. <laughs> I, I'm going to walk to Little Caesars. Let's let's. <laughs> you got to break me down first before I can break me. <laughs> and then you just get stabbed. Come die. <laughs> stabbed or arrested. All right. I have this failed. Is I have experienced failure. This is the greatest fail moment in history. <laughs> I can now move forward with my life. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait I'm dead. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm dead. I guess I am moving forward. <laughs> moving on. Yep. That's good stuff. Uh, Dopamine. 
dopamine. Should we take a break before? Yeah, we let's take dopamine? a break. I'm I'm good to take a break. Word. My mouth is getting dry. Yeah, I need some aqua dementia. What's uh, really great is actually this. Anybody who's listening to this and can't see it, which is anybody who's listening to this other than us, because we're the only ones in the in the in the room. We're the only ones with the uh, visual component. <laughs> I, will be, I will be the just eyes for the listener. I will be the eyes for the listener. Anyway, uh, my <laughs> setup is a, a big, heavy-duty cutting board that belonged to my father-in-law that I keep accidentally trying to get rid of. I've been doing it for years. Like, hey, babe, I'm going to take this to Youth Ranch. She's like, you cannot do that. You've got We're keeping that. And I'm like, we don't even use it. And she's like, it was dad's. Like, fucking... Uh, and he passed away a couple years ago, but, uh, then I found out the best way to, you know, I, I stick the little mixer on it with all the microphones and <laughs> it's a little, little portable studio and it's pretty, yeah. pretty cool. So we got, we got a big fatty wooden cutting board with that feet. That is a very big cutting board. That's a big board. cutting it's a, board. It's like a... It weighs like 30 pounds. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's got a, a mixer a... on it with my, with all our microphones. So yeah. So to, to Phoenix, yeah. memory of Phoenix. I don't know. There's nothing in this cup. <laughs> oh, uh. Oh, did you guys, yeah. did you guys want any more espresso? I think I'm good at the moment. Yeah, really, I probably should be too. I'm good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop myself. Uh, anyway, uh, you said dopamine. Dopamine. Yeah. So I learned recently, which we also need to talk about octopus. My octopus teacher, because oh, yeah. that that shit fucking amazing. Yeah, we'll have um, to talk about it somehow, spoiler free. Which we we kind of try to do. That. Yeah, I haven't really spoiled it for people that I've explained to it. Um, just it's just fascinating because it's like. They are such intelligent creatures. It's crazy how intelligent octopus are. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's like their 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 brain is like basically their whole body. Like. Yeah, well, you know, what's interesting is our eyes are actually part of our brain. Our yeah. eyes are not attached to our brain. Like our eyes are literally a part of our brain that has evolved to come out of our skull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god damn it. Is this gluten free? Is this is this gluten free? <laughs> if anybody's ever seen there's a there's a, a video on YouTube, it's an eleven second video of this Asian man. He's a soldier. He was a soldier, right? He was in He looks like a soldier. I think he's a soldier and he's like he's like, Hey, let me show you my uh, my impression of an American. So I don't know, maybe he's like a South Korean soldier. That would be my guess because he's in like <laughs> kind of our style fatigues and I know we work with them but he was yeah and then he and then he opens his eyelids open which is great that's or he beautiful holds them open that's he holds them open and then goes do oh do you have anything gluten free is this non dairy <laughs> oh, I'm going to use my credit card to pay for this I'm doing it nobody can see it yeah. obviously but I just love it because like I said it's 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 why I think white face is hilarious I thought I love it when you mean zuck face zuck face. Zuck face. <laughs> zuck face I love it when when Dave Chappelle whenever he would powder his face with white stuff and be like I'm truck white I, like it was so funny to me yeah. and anybody who any white person who thinks that's racist it does not know what the fuck they're talking about yeah. it's racial but it's not racist because they're making fun of you the the, the white man that is you know mm -hmm. traditionally had a a seat of uh, a position of power over the black man in yeah. in most of our history yeah. and it's only gotten a little better in the last like 50 or so years <laughs> it's like literally yeah and it's not even as good as we think it is yeah. um but yeah it's just so funny and i love the fact that in that thing you know because the the racist caricature of course is if you're a white person pretending or anybody who's not Asian pretending to do a, a, a horrible stereotype of an Asian person, you know, you pull the eyes back or whatever to make your eyes yeah. more slanted. Mm -hmm. We've all we're all familiar with that. We grew up with that in popular culture and yeah. among I'm sure we probably have I don't know. I don't know if we we didn't do it, but maybe we had friends that did it when we were kids. I feel like we uh, didn't do, yeah, generation we before us, maybe like probably a lot more. Yeah. 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 But and that's another part of our, our um, you know, 
our experience growing up is that I think we also grew up in predominantly white communities too. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. only were we more liberal progressive people growing up in, in conservative communities, but we were white people growing up in white communities. So that's a, a place where we have a failing, we, we don't have as much experience there. And that's yeah. something that we have to be careful about when we talk about this. But either way, I just love that the Asian guy opens his eyes up <laughs> further because it's just a funny dig on us. Yeah. You know? <laughs> more, more white face, please. Yeah. Hollywood, Dress up, have more minorities pretend to be white people because it's funny when they make fun oh, of us. Oh, did you see that? It's funny to me. That yeah. in order for like a, a a film to like be nominated for an award, it has to meet certain guidelines for diversity. That's weird. Yeah. I don't, yeah, because like there's a way to get more diversity, in, but I don't think that's the way to do it personally. Yeah. By forcing it. Yeah, it, it, uh, kind of an affirmative yeah. action, but for awards. But that, the, the, in at the same time, the like the Oscars even fucking mean anything. Really, yeah. they don't really mean anything anymore. Although maybe they do mean more than we think. Because I mean, last year Parasite won for Best Picture, and you had a bunch of fucking incel alt right trolls that were like, "It should have been Joker." It and I'm not saying that's everybody that likes Joker, yeah. but there's a vocal small group of like Joker diehard fans that are like, "You can't believe you you gave it to Juggalos." Uh, you can't, yeah, <laughs> Juggalos. No, I see. Yeah, that's ICP needs to distance themselves from the Joker people. No, those guys are crazy. We're sane. We're just ICP <laughs> trying to be like, we're not, we're not, we, yeah, we dress up in clown yeah, makeup. Yeah. But well, you're referencing like, yeah, the, 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 there was a bunch of definitely racist stuff that was, yeah, that were like, that. the like, you gave it to a movie that's not even in English. Oh, and it's no. like, yeah, it's ridiculous. And Parasite was an amazing movie. Such a good yeah. movie. And even if you don't think it's an amazing movie, it's, or you didn't, but it's like, you still, like, really, you're mad because we gave it to an Asian, to a non American, like, our, our movies win awards in other countries all the time. Like, mm-hmm. fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fucking wild. But anyways. Uh, dopamine? Dopamine. Yeah, dopamine. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, my lady show sent me a video the night when I was, you know, just winding down for bed. And it was uh, this guy on YouTube explaining uh, how dopamine, uh, like how a lot of us, in, I, I, or at least I recognize it myself. A lot of us in this today, in this day and age with our society, we are kind of overdosing ourselves on dopamine a lot. Because dopamine is not just the the chemical that provides pleasure; it's like the chemical in your brain that's that's rewarding. And a, a lot of us, you know, with with, and it kind of goes into that social dilemma documentary that on Netflix. God, you see, that, that was, was really that interesting. Was really good. But it goes into that, like, you know, where it's like, you know, whether we're on our phones getting those, getting those, those rewards, getting those, those likes, likes, those likes and stuff, or we're, or, you know, we're playing a video game that rewards us for our, you know, our, Mm -hmm. our, our participation or, you know, we do, we do drugs, we get high or we drink and we get dopamine in that way. I don't do that. No, no, (laughs) we don't, we don't do drugs. No. Anyway. You guys are laughing like that's a joke. That's not a joke. It's not a joke. This is real. You think it's a game? Travis is dying. You think this is a fucking game, motherfucker? Straight edge. You think it's a joke? You think it's a game? Yeah, like you got. That's the most straight edge thing you can do. Would be like cut X's into your hands. You like just like go up to a group of stoners and be like, like, take flip out a knife and be like, see this motherfucker. Yeah, straight, straight edge. You're branding straight edge Batman. He's branding people with with X's. Man, I cannot get hot or cold. I'm get, I'm just taking shirts off. I'm putting shirts back Dewey on. Dewey Cox over here. Dewey Cox over here. Now too Anyways, hot. Now too cold. Now I'm too Anyways, hot. Anyways, back to do- dopamine. More but, but, uh, but yeah, he talks about how like how we're we're so overstimulated, kind of too, mm-hmm. where it's like we can't 
we can't do anything unless we have something playing in the background. Like, because like I told you, I've been getting a lot of stuff done around the house and reorganizing. And I listen to audiobooks and stuff because it's boring to me to not have something to listen to. I'm the same way. And it's like music is great too, but music I just wasn't being in, as engaged in. And I think, like I said, I think I was overstimulating myself with a lot of this stuff. When you're like putting something on just to have it on. Yeah. Know? And you're like, not paying attention like, to like, it. Yeah. It's it, like for background noise. There's um like people put on TV for that. And I don't understand that when it's something like. Yeah. My, my, when, uh, I first met my lady, uh, <laughs> she would always have to have like Bob's burgers or King of the Hill yeah. on a lot of people in the background yeah. while she falls asleep. Yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah. I can't it's, do it. I mean, I, I, I sort of get it because growing up, I would always fall asleep listening Yeah. To I guess I would do too with, with the, the T or with the TV. I yeah. wouldn't really do it with the TV. I would no. do it with headphones or my mm. speakers, but I would always have something there to listen to. I think it's because a lot of human beings are uncomfortable with silence or uncomfortable with, um, things just being, you know what I yeah. mean? Like uh, what's you start getting that deaf that death nerve twitch in the back yeah, of your head, um, and you're like, and you're like, oh fuck, nothing, nothing, nothing is happening. Uncomfortable, with, uncomfortable. I'm with gonna die someday. Silence and being get on Twitter. Still, I'm gonna die I mean? someday. I need to get on Twitter. Yeah, I, I, I not think I about better it. Better start scrolling. Better start scrolling. Scroll. Get those likes. Get oh, the likes. Oh, like, like, like. Oh, sad face. Or, or at least spill out some thoughts. Like, yeah. Um, that's how I think of Twitter. I kind of to do another Dune reference. It reminds me of like God Emperor of Dune, how he just projects his thoughts and he kind of writes these yeah. like journals. That's how I think of t t Twitter personally. But like, I think when it comes down to this, like the one thing I that I think that uh, kind of picking up some meditative practices is necessary for like a lot of people. Like, yeah, I, I dedicate some time to just kind of like sit in my house with nothing, like just kind of sit there and do nothing. Just for a bit, just to like, it, it is kind of like a form of meditation. Yeah, absolutely. Like to me, like playing guitar is very meditative when I'm not aiming. It's where well, I'm it's, just like present with what I'm, whatever it is I'm yeah. doing. It's literally any time that you are engaging 100 percent with what you're doing, you are meditating. Yeah. Like if you are like you're, I used to do it. Like I do the, I'd wash the dishes and I would get into like a meditative state. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, that's exactly it's weird. It. That's it's exactly it's it's cool it. how that can how you, that can happen, but it's you have to kind of train yourself to do that. And I think it's hard. Like you like I said, I think it's that overstimulation and too much getting too much dopamine. Yeah. Like you don't yeah. want to do it. You don't want to. Well, here's the th I'm you know it took me a quite a bit to realize. Like I've always known about it, but being working from home and really not getting out every day is on repeat for most of us, right? We right. have a style, but it's more on repeat when you're working at home. Yeah. It's the same stuff. You know, you're you're waking up, you're making your coffee, you're going to work, doing the same bullshit job, getting off, taking a shower, cracking a beer, watching a movie or something, and then mm -hmm. going to bed. Repeat. Rinse and repeat. And I've... Well, I started doing um, uh, with my lady is going on just walks just yeah. around the neighborhood. No phone, no screen. Because seriously, like it's bad. Like I work in front of a screen. Yeah. I, I simulate myself with a screen after work. You know. All what I started doing also is uh, I have I have two cats and they both uh, are. Um, Let's hear it for the cats, everybody. Yeah. Nice the cats. 
when we're Woo. not playing cat basketball. No, I'm kidding. Uh, bass cat ball or cat, whatever. Cat, 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 cat skit ball. Cat casket ball. Casket ball. <laughs> Anyways, um, I have a little backyard. It's not much of a yard, but what I start doing after work is I'll just go out there and sit on a lounge chair and I'll bring them out so they can like play in the grass nice. and uh, make sure they can't escape, you know, and just doing that for like an hour just to just collect my thoughts and not try and distract myself. Yeah. You know, what I, I, mean? got, I got to show you guys some keep talking, but I got to show you something that goes with that. That's just hilarious. But I, what, you know, it is a form of meditation being able to accept yourself or accept what's going on without needing to be distracted by something. Right. Yeah. You know, being, being comfortable with your own thoughts. I, yeah, I go, I go for, go for walks around the neighborhood yeah. by myself all the time. Good. It's really nice. You just, yeah. You just, you know, say you make some noise, you get a little elevated. It's late at night. It's like the perfect time. It's about to the 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 it's balmy out. Yeah, well, it's it's you know, obviously lately it's been sucked with all the smoke, but yeah. you know, on a clear night when it's like in the seventies and you're just mm-hmm. just walking down the street, just thinking, or yeah. just just chilling, and yeah. just you know, waving to people on your way by. It's nice. It's it is. Just, it really nice. is. Yeah, it's one of the most simple things. You know, yeah. do you want to just go walk over there? Sure. I I remember the first time I realized that like. Well, it, I I would normally I would go for runs around the neighborhood because I haven't been going to the gym lately because people have been really stupid. Yeah, um, and yeah. even though, even though my gym has a mask policy like most gyms around here, it's literally you're only supposed to you only have to wear the mask when you're not actively working out, which is ridiculous. I'm yeah, like one yeah. of there's never more than one other person working out at the gym when I go. Th- that has a mascot like it's literally yeah. me i'm almost always the only one there's maybe one other person Jim is, is like right now is very sketchy yeah territory. so i i wear a mask the whole time i've started running on the treadmill in a fucking mask it's crazy it's really hard <laughs> hey you're proving a point though. i'm proving okay. a point i probably look like a fucking moron but <laughs> but but you're also making that point yes you yeah. can breathe with a fucking you can mask breathe on. with a fucking mask it's harder but yeah i i ran don't be selfish put yeah. the damn mask on i'm running i'm running my normal pace too i mean it's always easier to run a treadmill because the treadmill kind of pulls you yeah if you think about it yeah but you know i was able to run you know my normal you know like like i think 15 minutes i probably wrote ran like a little over a mile and a half yeah you know and i'm just chugging along you know trucking along and just focusing on my breathing more yeah and just really focusing but um i used to i used to run you know around the neighborhood i've been running around the neighborhood until it got really nasty and smoky where we are yeah. recently and I would and I would feel a little uncomfortable running around with the earbuds because, you know, you cross in streets and there's cars. Yeah. So my old deal was I would take an earbud out, whatever earbud was, whatever ear was facing the road, I'd take it out anytime I was running an area that didn't have a sidewalk or I was about to cross the street. And then eventually I was like, do I really even yeah, need the exactly. music? Yeah. And I took the music off and I was running around and thinking and just having a great time. Yeah. And yeah. it was crazy. And then the other day I, when I went to the gym, I forgot to bring either of my earbuds, either pair. So I was on the rowing machine with no earbuds in, which I never thought I would do. And I was lifting weights with no music and it was really, it was actually really nice. Yeah. I don't know if I want to do it again anytime soon, but, (laughs) (laughs) but it wasn't terrible. You got a planet. uh, Yeah. Planet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I have a membership there, but I, they're kind of on my shit list right now. Yeah, I remember you saying, because they wouldn't let you. I'm not going to go into details about that, but I will say Every time I would be on the treadmill, it would be very difficult because they would have TVs in front of the treadmills, and I would always see commercials for pizza. Yeah, <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. It's always pizza. You get to the well, pizza and like cheeseburger, just really heavy, like like always, and like you're like oh. like always pasta and like f- and bread and fat and stuff, and you're like fuck. And I like I get to the point where like I have to look away. 
I have to close look away. Close my eyes. Close my eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's I don't like the the gym personally. That's why I do my workouts at home. But like yeah. going back to like taking walks and not having to have music. Um, because yeah, when I was younger, I'd I'd love to walk around the green belt with yeah. music on. But like be spending so much time out in the wild, like me and Aaron have, and it's like, man, I I just don't want to voluntarily remove one of my senses while I'm yep while right. I'm uh, living in my instincts, you know. Yeah. So like, yeah, I I don't hike with music or walk with music anymore, and I mean, just on this topic in general, just uh, going for hikes and backpacking is just in, in itself is a form of meditation, really. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, you have to be present. Like when we just went the other weekend, we it was a shorter hike, so we kind of spent most of the time just kind of hanging out at doing camp nothing with nothing. <laughs> And uh, th- that was a it was a pretty sweet getaway to just 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 to be able to do that. You know, that's that's kind of why. Well, one of the reasons why I one of the main reasons I wanted to get up early for that one is so we can secure a spot. I knew we would have nothing to do, but sometimes being okay with that and just having your own thoughts, you know, yeah. is really nice. But yeah, I it, you know. It it is definitely a form of therapy, and there's nothing like I could spend hours just sitting on a rock looking at a mountain. It's yeah. the weirdest thing, but it's the most beautiful thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Just, yeah, yeah. Like I I I've talked to you guys about I like to go hiking yeah. with you. I've never gone on a on a backpacking trip ever, but it's weird because it's like I kind of want to do it at the same time I kind of don't. Like I probably should do it at some point, but I just. It doesn't actually like I'd rather just go camp somewhere and just hang out and yeah. maybe take like some short like day trips or something. But like actually backpacking with everything. I don't know. Like I think I'll do it eventually. But I yeah. just to me for some reason there's some aspect of it that's not as interesting to me. The re- yeah, it's definitely a. I like my creature conference. It's, it's definitely a it's challenging at times. For yeah. Sure. The biggest reward, I guess, is the views, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I'll also say like, there's definitely a romantic aspect to it. Like where it's like, not, not like, a not r- like a, romance not, with a mountain. Yeah. 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 Not yeah. like, I don't want to fuck you guys, but no, yeah. fan, no I offense. I want to fuck this mountain. I want to fuck this mountain. No, just the idea of just being, it being, it's a rugged, it's a rugged kind of romanticized thing, you know, being out there. Like I always loved as a kid, one of the reasons why I loved, you know, we all loved Jurassic Park as a kid. We always loved di- dinosaurs. I are cool. hated that Kids. movie. Oh, I hated that movie. God damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, dinosaurs are cool. But I always liked the like the 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 like the Lost World. The coolest thing about the Lost World was they had like that big sectioned RV with like the accordion thing in the center. It was like uh-huh. two RVs together uh-huh. and those SUVs and, and the dart rifle and the night vision, you know, and all that stuff was just so cool to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that always sounded fun to be out there and have all your gadgets so you're saying and if you stuff. Like want to go backpacking with night vision there better goggles. Be di- yeah. There better be dinosaurs and, and dinosaurs <laughs> and a uh, dart gun. Yeah. I need to bring an AR 15 so that I, just yeah, in case bring and plus another gun just in yeah, case. Yeah, Just another gun. Cause nobody needs, I don't need to save weight. I could just, <laughs> Honestly, Chris, you could you could definitely do a, a backpacking trip that's not really strenuous. Yeah. Like uh, three years ago, I think uh, Travis. Well, well, see, and the hiking isn't the part that I'm worried about. I don't know why. Oh, like, it's not it's the just, actual hiking. It's 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 leaving I, your comfort zone. I guess it's just being on the move like that. I guess I've, I just never done anything with it. So it, yeah, it's just leaving my comfort zone. Well, and there, there's different ways too. You know, like there's just going to one destination, setting right. up camp. 
right? Or there's like doing multiple trips where you like set up a destination here, pack up, then like you said, being on the move, going to the next yeah. spot. You know what I mean? But like when I first started doing it, uh, I did it throughout high school as a job. And now like there's tons and tons of places you can easily go that aren't too far out of your comfort zone, but it's right. Once you go, it's really rewarding. a lot. Yeah. A lot of uh, Idaho's <clears throat> natural beauty is kind of wasted on me because I'm not going out there and seeking it, you know? And it's like, I complain cause I hate, like, I like, I like Boise. I like Boise's got trees and it makes me happy. I like to be in around the trees and I like how, like this city, like anywhere else in, in in this section of Idaho is just high desert, just nasty step climate. And I hate it. Like yeah. I hate being out like uh, my cousin, his, 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 or my, uh, yeah, his, uh, his parents, my, my aunt and uncle, they, they have um, a house out in like Middleton and that it, and it's, it's just one of those new subdivisions mm-hmm. and it's, I, I just hate, I hate the idea of uh, well it, not, I mean, they make some really nice big houses and everybody's are, are you know unique in their own way but like and they have a cool one that's built on like an incline so it's like a like a sub level kind of thing uh-huh. and then the top level but um i just i just hate the idea of stepping out the door and i'm just getting fucking bombarded by the sun i hate that i want <laughs> no. shade i yeah. want to live in my own little forest kind of thing you know <laughs> yeah yeah and that's yeah. one of the things that like where we where i live on the on the bench here in boise is nice i really like this area yeah i always say it's just sketchy enough it's a little tiny bit sketchy. This is where <laughs> where uh, I'm hoping to actually buy a house. That'd be cool. Here. Dude, yeah, I'd love to, too. Man, the prices are ridiculous. Oh, my God, I know. You're like you're dropping like 200 grand on like an 800 square foot townhome or something like right, that. Right, exactly. Like, Damn. Uh, this it's year, ridiculous. After, yeah, in January, uh, we're going to go to the bank and see what we qualify for. Nice. I'd like to get... I. Far-fetched, but I'd like to get at least like 280 for 30 years. See, what I would what I would <clears> rather do is I'd rather just get a plot and build something because it really isn't like because I don't need anything. for. I, you're I, a man. Well, no, not me. Per- I'm not going to personally build it. I'm not that kind of man. I'm a man. I can work on my car a little bit, but I don't know how to build shit. But... Uh, no, no, I like I've been looking at like the shipping container homes. Those are fucking cool. And just alternative <laughs> things. Or like um there's a house in uh in Boise. I don't know if the same guy owns it. It used to be owned by um Mark Lung, who was a professor at BSU and a doctor. Oh, I know him. Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, I don't know him. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway, but I remember I took an environmental science class in college and we went and checked out his house. I once again I don't know if he still owns it or not, but it's on um Boise Avenue. Um uh, right off of um, Broadway, like you go, you're heading east down Boise Avenue past Broadway, and it's not far past that. But it looks kind of like a like it's made out of stucco, like a hacienda style with the with the big wall around it. Hmm. But it's uh, it's made of straw bales with clay over it. Oh, really? Yeah, the house is made, um, huh. and because of the way they do it, um, and the efficiency and the and the, the way they've engineered the house, like they put um, they put, uh, for example, in the kitchen, there's a bunch of tile. And in the winter, they have uh, they they let the they made sure that the sun most of the day is hitting that tile and heating up the area. Wow! Um, and then during the summer, there's an awning on that on those big windows that you can close so that it does the opposite and stays cooler. That's and so I remember cool. him telling us like it cost them like three hundred dollars a year to heat and cool that house. Damn! Because the, the materials using the straw bales covered in mud 
and painted to look like stucco basically we need more people like that in this world yeah it's yeah. fucking awesome he basically explained that like our building materials are just not efficient and he and he had a he had a side he had like actually a business that he was doing too hmm. like he consulted on on designing those houses i guess yeah um and had a company that we, or you know, had something to do with it but his main thing was he had like a non-profit where they were paying people uh in africa to stop to, to actually plant trees and to stop like cutting down more trees and just selling the wood and shit. Wow. Um, Cause like, that's actually something that got in trouble. Like I guess Gibson, Gibson guitars got in trouble a few years ago because people were just picking up shit and just uh, sending it in, importing it illegally, like ebony wood and stuff. Yeah. Uh. Gibson's kind of gone down the, they've gone down a dark path since about the what? The death like, path. Early 2000s. Yeah. I think. Well, their quality is slowly gone to shit by yeah. about 2010. I wouldn't trust any, any inex- I'm sure the Gibson custom shop stuff is still good, but like a Gibson yeah. guitar in the in the seven hundred to fifteen hundred dollar or even two thousand dollar range, I just wouldn't trust the quality. Yeah, and and then they you're, you're basically just paying for the name, right? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I would I always tell people because I sell instruments you as live part at a of my job. Shop. Yeah, I live in a pawn shop in a box in the back, like Oscar the Grouch. Yep. <laughs> I live in a trash can. Yeah. Um, but uh, I always tell people like I do. I'd much rather have a higher end Epiphone than a cheaper Gibson, like. Like Travis, like your 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 V, yeah. Brent Hines V. That thing's badass. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot that that's an Epiphone. Yeah, yeah, it's very well built. Yeah, and, uh, mm-hmm. like I've, I remember I, when you got that. I had a 2001 SG, and it was like the yeah G- Gibson one, and it, you couldn't get it intimidated. Yeah, properly, it's like no matter it what would, you did. no matter what I did, that fucking G string was not going to be in tune. It was not like all the frets were not going to. Yeah. yeah, intonation. Intonation. Yeah, I was say it's not intonation. For, yeah, for anybody who doesn't understand intonation. Because I get, I get, a lot of people get confused. They don't. I think a lot of people don't know what intonation is. And they, yeah. they're like, yeah, can you get my guitar intonated? And it's like, I, you can do that yourself, dude. It's not hard. Like, you literally, you literally just use a tuner and you hit the open string. You tune the string to like an E. You hit the open <laughs> string. And then you, you touch the 12th fret and do the harmonic and you ping it and it should be the same note and yeah. if it's not the same note you just adjust your saddle on your bridge one way or the other it's very easy to do but yeah, yeah so no matter what you did on that g-string you would go up to like the 12th fret where it's supposed to be the same note and it wouldn't be the same well note. it that that's the thing it would be the same note but the other fretted notes were just so out of fucking weird tune. so the other notes so so it was intonated on the 12th fret but nothing yeah, else yeah all the other that's weird notes how does that even be, happen that that's the thing gibson. about gibson. gibson it was like I had found this at, at gigs back when it was owned by Andy. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, why is this Gibson SG only like 450 And I, I went for Because they're not very expensive. Yeah, yeah. I, I went for it because it was like, I think the original listed price was like 900 or something. And I was like, oh, okay, this seems like a good deal. But yeah, just playing that guitar for a bit, I'm like, God, yeah. this string just sounds What'd like What did you end shit. up doing with it? Did you get Getting rid of it? Rid of it? Yeah, I, sold, yeah, it I sold it. I just... Yeah. Yeah. Did you, how much did you sell it? Did you get anything out of it? Fuck, I don't remember where I had sold it. Uh, did you get at least four fifty? I think I sold it for like maybe four hundred or something. That's, yeah, that's, Lost that's, like, that's good then. That's really good. Yeah, I think, but who, I don't remember. You learned your lesson for fifty dollars. Yeah. if that's the case. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a pretty. And I like my I like my Epiphone mm-hmm. that I have. It's yeah, pretty yeah. decent guitar. Yeah, you you should tell them about your new guitar on the way. Oh, I, I'll probably talk about that once. Uh, I'll talk I'm about excited. it sometime. I'm excited for it. Where then? Where's the guy based that makes him? So again? he's based in Israel. That's the, crazy. The company's uh, Tone Revival Guitars. I think Thunder he's really Child. busy. Um, huh. he's really busy building these custom guitars. He sends most of his, his guitars over to the U.S. But nice. yeah, I'm getting the Thunder Child 
uh, Veloc. That's cool. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. It's it's being built, and uh, hopefully, uh, sometime hopefully I can get it before we go back in this studio with Elder Baloo. I want to make a, I want to make an off color joke, but I don't. I don't want you already used the guy's name, so I don't want to say anything bad. Oh 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 no oh no oh no oh no oof oof that's right. What's our time at? Uh, we are at it's just like about two thirteen. Time time time. <laughs> well, shit. Perhaps we shall start wrapping Wrap up, up this episode. So uh, <laughs> just um. Uh, let me look at my. We actually covered quite a few of these topics just just naturally that I wrote last night. Like I was really excited when you guys started talking about backpacking because I was like, "Oh, I wanted to talk about that." Oh, we could <laughs> go on and on about it. Yeah. Well, when Derek comes for the next one, yeah, um, we'll have him. You guys can we can really perhaps next time when we talk about backpacking, we'll be talking about all the aliens and oh the mysterious creatures that are out there. Have you seen some mysterious creatures? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. They're definitely mysterious. While shitting on a mountain. <laughs> nice. What do you think? I think I think that Bigfoot isn't. I don't think it he's could real. Be, I don't. I, think, I, I I know the guy. You know him. He's a good yeah. guy. Yeah. I see he's, him every time. So. Right, dude. He's all right, dude. He's a good guy. I'll see I, him on I, I feel like there's no chance that Bigfoot was always just some dude in a costume. I don't. Yeah. Think the any guy chance. died. And we would have found. We would have found. You know, bones. I can't believe people still believe it. No. They. they literally. Now there I, was an episode or episode a. Uh, a uh, an issue of Rolling Stone where they actually interviewed the guy that did the hoax, and he like showed them these big cement feet that he wore in the suit. So right. it's it is a hoax, but there's. Still... I thought that was a separate one, though. I thought he yeah, wasn't the guy a... in that. I thought no, it was a different guy. He was the guy. guy that in that original footage that's walking. Really? Yeah. I thought it was a different guy. I thought this was a different guy who huh. was like a hoax guy. I think you'll have to send us send me the link or something. Yeah, I I miss. But either way, I don't think it's real. The the yeti the yeti might be real maybe yeah, maybe I, there's a I yeti. Don't know. If you go down that the yeti's fucking, okay. He's kind of an asshole. Yeah. If you go down that path, the man, there's free. a there's a lot of things about the wilderness that we don't quite understand right. as humans. I think uh, we're we're kind of arrogant as hu- humans to assume that we 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 kind of know everything. Yeah. There's I, definitely some weird shit out there. I think, oh, yeah. uh, but it's like it's kind of like it's weird to describe. It's like beyond our comprehension. Right. Or I our think perception. There's just a lot of shit. I feel like that there. I feel like the government is involved, and I'm totally. I know we're at the end of this. <laughs> okay, but Dale Gribble. Per, perhaps if if you if I could get on another sewed with you guys, I'd love to talk about it. But talk I, about more tangents, more tangents. tangents. But I, you know, that there's nobody's watching out there. I'm just gonna leave it at yes. that. Yeah. Except for me. <laughs> Except for me. Except yeah, for it's... Aaron while he's shitting. <laughs> uh, okay, so I was going to show you guys earlier. I kept for- I forgot. Uh, we were talking about like sitting on. You said you were sitting on the back deck, hanging out with your cats and just enjoying it. My parents sent me this fucking video, and it's uh, the other day. It's hilarious. They have this amazing back deck where they installed a fucking ceiling fan, and they've got it. It extends out to their like hot tub, and they put up curtains now. And and they they sent me this video of them fucking smoking cigars. With this fan, Aaron, look at this. They got an oscillating fan, and then there's a ceiling fan above them. And then they've got, like, this little, like, gas fire pit and curtains, so they can draw the curtains, and they can just sit here, and then it'll wind up. And then there's my my dad fucking drinking a beer and smoking a cigar. (laughs) It's hilarious. Nice. They've, like, made it into, like, another room of their house, but they're just, they are all about that uh, back deck life, man. (laughs) 
Hashtag back deck life. They just sit out there and smoke cigars and listen to music. <laughs> like we went it. over the other night and did that. We went and had dinner with them because we wanted to. We didn't want to, you know, we thought it'd be safer if we were all outside. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah we where I live, we have a nice back door Dude. patio and yard. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's, and hops. And, and hops. hops. Yeah, because I walked up and I was like, "What are those buds?" <laughs> like close hops kind of sit what are they sister species kind of cousin species hops and, and weed they're all cannabis. part of the the cannabis family if i remember correctly. that's far out that's like when you get like a not that we know what it smells like but when you get a, a really hoppy ipa and it smells like weed a little bit it smells a little weedy yeah you got the hamper yeah. which i haven't seen for uh, yeah so I, I i wonder if they're gonna come back with that a lot of those breweries will literally they'll have like a hit beer and they'll just drop it off the shelves randomly. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's, yeah. It's like, what do they think it wasn't? And then they'll, enough, and then they'll bring it back like 10 years later. Maybe they're manufacturing like, uh, like the demand for it. Like, Deschutes, uh, did that one of my favorites, the chain breaker white IPA. Mm. Um, I can't do white IPAs. I've just never been into them. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, uh, yeah, what do you? That's how. How? What are your some of your favorite breweries right now? I'm still all about Mother Earth Brewing Company. I love the Kismet Pale Ale so Kismet's much. Good, so good. And then uh, my dad got me onto um, who Bodifasa isn't that Georgetown? I don't know. I'm not familiar. Uh, I'll show it to you. Just a my favorite IPA by them is uh, I think it's called Say When IPA. It's got chamomile tea. Um, and uh, some tropical hops, and it's really good. It's, oh, these yeah. guys—they make the Lucille also, yeah, which yeah. is a popular one. I think the Bodhi Foss is even better. My dad turned me out of those. They're yeah, yeah, fucking delicious. yeah. Those guys are good. The yeah, I think it's it's the blue the blue can with the yellow label on it. Is, the the is, Lucille, I think it's I, green. It's there's one that they do that's it's the pale ale. Oh, I haven't had their pale. Yeah, it's blue with yellow. Yeah. I think the one you're is the and it's an IPA. I think. Yeah, because and then this I one. I seen the green one. This one is the orange one, and it's it's an India pale ale too. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just really bright and citrusy, and just that's the type of shit. Like we've talked about, I really like the hazy beers a lot. The hazy. I'm craze. getting I'm getting a little away from them. Though. I'm getting back I've, into I'm yeah girthy hops. I want that girthier hop. The next hey, we're brewing a double IPA next weekend. Ooh. See, I'm not usually into doubles that much. Yeah, well, I don't know why. But I'm, I, I'm definitely not, down to try it. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the fun with what we're doing mm-hmm. too. Is we'll just like, yeah, I gotta extend out. Fuck it, too. let's try something we've never done before. My goal when I go to the store is usually I'll buy one six pack of something that I love and one six pack of something I haven't had. Yeah, that, I, that I'll probably like. Well, like, now's a good time to. I mean, I don't know if you like pumpkin. There's a lot. I don't. Oh no. And also the Oktoberfests. Ooh. Yeah, those really malty lagers. Yeah. Mertzens. I like that. Uh, I still like that simpler times lager at Trader Joe's. <laughs> that shit. Trader Trader Joe's, give us money. Yeah, yeah. It's like the, the Kirkland, Kirkland signature It's so good, beer. though. I can't believe how good that beer is, how cheap it is, because I don't even like it. I bought the Pilsner once by accident and loved it, too, and I hate Pilsners. You know, I, I've i never been a huge fan of Pilsners or lagers until recently. Yeah. They're, they're good to have with a meal, I think. They're a lot more easy to, to... Like, I love IPAs, and it's always hard for me to decide, like, is this meal... Like, if I'm eating, like, pizza, I can't drink, like, an, an IPA that's really strong because it just ruins the pizza for me. I see. Now, if saying. I'm having, like, a steak or, like, a burger like a or something... Pairing. Yeah, 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 you need a pairing. So, like, pizza, I'd rather have, like, 
a lager and same thing with like tacos like i like that oh that, definitely with tacos those um yeah. yeah you want a lighter beer you want a lager or a pilsner with tacos yeah. it's just perfect especially if you dip got taco especially if it's beer. spicy yeah what? spicy and it, and it helps to yeah dip the taco in the beer what, what? huh Intro to Sunday. put the beer, beer taco beer taco yeah put your would you do a taco beer travis gross <laughs> Uh, Tastes like ground beef. It's got chunks of ground beef in it. <laughs> we, you know, it's we got did beans we did in the a, bottom of the bottle. We did a uh, a big seafood boil with our beer equipment a couple. Weeks yeah, ago. I saw that. And uh, and we uh, threw can't be vegan bay. now. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, I love Old Bay so much. We should do an Old Bay style beer. <laughs> I'm Old Bay. I'm Old Bay. Instead of Old Grey. And so there's this group on Facebook. I posted the home brewers group, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> hear me out. Old Bay Stout. And I just got shat on. I'm sorry. What is Old Bay? You don't know what Old Bay is? It's, I, it's, I might. it's seafood seasoning. Seafood seasoning? Huh. Yeah, like it's the seafood I don't really seasoning. eat seafood, so that's probably why um, I don't know it. It's amazing. No me gusta. No me gusta. I eat mostly terrestrial animals. Yeah. Extra. Extra. Yeah, I only eat aliens. Extra terrestrial. But I, I like, uh, <laughs> I'd say my diet's pretty evenly divided up with a cow and chicken and then occasionally pork. Yes. And lots of vegetables. Yes. And probably still too many carbs, but I try to watch the carbs. You look great, dude. Thanks, man. Yeah, I've lost uh, 30 pounds since this time last year. That's awesome. Good Thank for you. you, man. Thanks. Now I'm just trying to gain muscle. Trying to get... Mm. Trying to get... Swole. Swole. <laughs> I want to be a man. You sound so so intimidating <laughs> when you say it like that. Swole. 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 I do this thing at work when I'm uh, when I'm really tired at the end of the day, and you know, you know, you know when you get drunk off of how tired you are, and I call it black bear noises. Let's see if I can do it without destroying the mic. It's like this. It sounds like I, you're recording vocals for a metal. I call it black. Well, you you inhale. <laughs> and you got you got to kind of you kind of got to hit the hit your chest. You got to make sure you get your chest into it so you get that growl at the bottom. So you <laughs> but that's how it sounds like a bear to me. <laughs> the cops start banging on the door. <laughs> Hey, uh, what's going on in here? Sounds like an old lady's dying. What are you guys doing in here? <laughs> what if all police everywhere were like New Yorkers? What if, like... <laughs> That's how I imagine them all. Hey, uh, hey Charlie, what are you uh, doing up in here? Hey, hey uh, we got uh, we got uh, a te- uh, 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 a co a red over here we on uh, on Nez Pierce. We got a fifty three seven C. I got I got fifty three seven C. Yeah, the there's a black uh, bear. There's a black bear. Is the pups? Dude, probably came I from started, the diner. I down started the road. rewatching Reno 911. Ooh, what's it on? I should do it's that. It's actually it is on uh, Prime with the CBS. So oh sorry. fuck that! I got I got. Why so CBS? Can... It was never on CBS. It was I on Comedy fuck, Central. I don't know, but I got so I can watch the Jordan Peele's uh, Twilight Zone, which is really good. You really? I heard mixed things on the first. The first two episodes are kind of bad, but it de- it definitely has mm. a Black Mirror like the the early I, good Black. You're gonna Mirror laugh because I like because I'm uh, such a big sci-fi guy, but I've never watched Black Mirror. Still, need I to, need to. St- def- I need to. Yeah, it's good. It it's kind of started taking a shit when it got all Americanized, just as everything does. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. But, like but, same thing with Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, I never really got into Doctor Who, but. It, yeah, it, I would definitely watch, it. and you can watch any episode. They're not each one's right. different, you know. Right, they're all. It's an anthology series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love it. I Did love you it. watch uh, Love, Death, Death, and Robots on Netflix? I've 
I tried watching oh. it. Well, I I think I need to try. What it What was again. the first episode? Because I can't remember. There's four different orders that people get based on their viewing history. Uh, oh really? Yeah, it's they randomized? they do they do they well it's not randomized but they choose a set oh. order for the episodes oh. based on your view. It's crazy. Interesting. So That's most creepy. people I know have always had the first. Uh, yeah, it's whatever as long as it only stays on Netflix. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, because I, I really enjoy because there's I, I enjoy most of those. That's a great Travis. We've talked about it a little bit. I think you still need to watch it. Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah, uh, we should just hang out and watch it one night because we we'll probably watch all of them in like an hour and a half, maybe. Some shit like that. She she she. I want somebody. I want this podcast to get popular enough that somebody could call that cultural appropriation. Yeah. She she. <laughs> we should wrap this up soon but did you watch Defy Bloods nope no yeah. pretty interesting movie what's yeah. it about it's uh, a boot it's about uh, yeah, it's, it's Harry a, Travis do you want to explain it because I think it's resonated well, yeah, with you a little more personally I enjoyed it but I think you again? really loved it it's called Defy Bloods it's on Netflix it's, it's a just, Spike Lee joint it's a Spike Lee film um, Spike Jones. it's about it's about these five black guys who were in the Vietnam War uh huh and it kind of the the beginning of the movie explains the history, whereas like a lot of people of color were sent over to do the fighting, in 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 Vietnam, uh huh, like almost to a fucking, were in a very disproportionate like uh, amount. But they there's four of them that are still living, and they go back over there to to kind of just initially you think they're just going back over there to kind of revisit and visit uh the one dude that had died over there uh-huh um but yeah it turns into something kind of a little bit different but it, it it's it's worth a watch it's obviously one of chadwick bozeman's last movies apparently he has another one coming out is that out. the one you were talking about that you uh were watching like right before he died yeah. okay yep yeah it's exactly that one i gotta write it down but apparently he has another movie coming out that was filmed. Um, I forgot what it's called, but I, I th- it, might, it might also be a Netflix movie too. But yeah, one of his last performances. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely interesting. I I liked it quite a bit. Uh, I also, I mean, I I started watching it before he had passed, and then like finished it that night, which was my original plan. Right. So it definitely it hit me in a different way because of that. Yeah. I, but. Yeah. When you were said, I think I'm going to finish it tonight. Fuck it. In honor of Chadwick. And I was like, you're going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> that was exactly. It's like, a pretty sad movie. Um, kind it's, pretty of, sad. It's, it's weird. It's very dark and it's. Yeah. It's, I, I enjoyed it, but it's um, it's tonally. There's kind of a big shift in the middle. It almost feels like two movies. Okay. So it's still good. It's still, but it's a little, yeah. it's a little jarring. I don't know if I can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, there are definitely some sad elements to it. And, yeah. you know, I mean, it's not a spoiler because in the trailer, like, you know, literally they were, they were Chadwick Boseman was this character. It was kind of like this in the movie. He's like this mythical figure to these guys, basically. And he's this, this black soldier. Who's like the best fucking soldier. Like just, you know, like Rambo, like black Rambo, just running around saving dudes and shooting people. And yeah. Um, and like, but then also when they weren't fighting, he was preaching like black liberation and, and being, you know, and, and, you know, anti-racist and understanding. And that's, you know, he's the one who explains to them the, like the Crispus Attucks, Attucks thing and the, like 
literally the first man who ever died in the first like we said earlier yeah. in the revolutionary war was a black man it's like we've been we've been dying for american wars since the founding of our country literally huh. it's crazy yeah but uh but they he's he died in vietnam the beginning of the movie is them they're all veterans and they're going back to vietnam to um to uh get his uh find his his remains basically oh interesting and uh and but he, that's it's kind of like with them as like a presence throughout um kind of there's just some flashbacks oh, and, okay, and they, they all deal he's with it in different ways no he's not a ghost okay. but they do these flashbacks and it's funny because in the flashbacks they decided to just have the actors in their like 50s play like themselves as kids but not like in an obvious way they're not doing it on per it's not supposed to be reality Right. They're right. just like, oh, well, it's these guys reliving it. And there's yeah. literally fucking morons on the internet that are like, think that what's, it's just like fucking Socrates said, you know, with the, 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 if you think you're the smartest person, if you really think you're smart, you're probably dumb. Like you, you only yeah. know that you know nothing. And, and these people like seriously think that they, these, that the, in the movie that these guys were supposed to be playing 18 and 19 year olds. And it's like, no, clearly it was a stylistic choice. Yeah. It's yeah. so obvious. Huh. But, um, yeah, they have flashbacks to it and stuff, but it's the hard part is that once again you learn this pretty early on that it's also kind of they're 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 also there because they hid some gold. Like right before he died, when they were over there, they found some gold that was supposed to go to like the Vietnamese people, huh. and they hid it, they buried it, and then the idea was they were going to come back and like whenever they could, yeah, after the war and come and right, get right, it. Right, right, right. So, and that's where kind of the 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 um tonal shift the tonal shift on just the the um the 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 way it's unbalanced it feels it's they're at odds with each other those two tones so but i guess i looked it up and it was um it was a spec script written years ago somebody had the idea of like these vietnam veterans you know basically doing that but then and then i I think i think uh what's his face uh oliver stone was set to direct it in like the early 2000s mid 2000s or something yeah and uh, and then he dropped out of the project, and then Spike Lee got a hold of it and kind of rewrote the script with a guy, and they they made it from the black perspective. I'll have to so check it's it out. it's weird. You f- it's it's just that's the hard thing is those two types of films kind of seem at odds. Yeah, I um, definitely. But it's definitely f- interesting. Yeah, I'm if I'm not getting shat on on online playing stupid video games later. Yeah, I'm, if I'm definitely gonna watch the yeah if you want to get a, my the octopus my octopus teacher. Yeah, and uh, if you want to take a break from being called the N word by white kids or the, the F word or the F word by seven year olds, <laughs> and then like grown men responding to them saying "kill yourself," <sighs> man, this is all I have to live for. Just sounds like super toxic environment. Pretty much, yeah. Sadly, I can't right. imagine growing up, and that's just like well, it's definitely what definitely being bombarded with time. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. Yeah, that's really the only. I think that's one thing we'll we'll just really wrap this up soon, but I think that's one thing earlier when you were talking about that in Call of Duty, it's like, yeah, playing a violent video game single player, you know, your, as your outlet. Yeah. Well, there's an extra, there's an extra layer to it. It's always going to be somewhat of an outlet, but there's an extra layer to it when you, when you're communicating with people in that way, that's definitely a negative thing. That's horrible. You know, whereas if you're just playing against the computer, you know, opponents, the, the artificial intelligence in the game, and you're just, you're getting escapism. And, you know, yeah, exactly. And to just as like sort of devil's advocate, a counter argument that I'm sure a lot of 
video game developers will will say, you know, when they get uh, called out for, you know, your games are too violent for our children, is it's a, an escapism, so they don't actually do it in public. Yeah. You know, so it's it's kind of well, like too... And I think there is an element of that. I think it depends on the person, but, like, I've yeah. never had the, the, you know, I've played Grand Theft Auto, and I've never wanted to... <laughs> carjack somebody and kill a hooker and it goes kill a bunch. To, it goes back to that, that yeah. uh fe, fe, fetish fetishization fetishization i think it's everybody's different and i think yeah. that if i ultimately i think the parents need to be involved for one thing fuck yeah. all right kyle I'll they need be to back stop in an hour. Kids. yeah exactly there's tons of we'll go get pizza on the way home as you said i live in a pawn shop and i've i've yeah. uh I've dealt, yeah, and I've dealt with plenty of parents that come in and buy their like five year old, like the new Grand Theft Auto or the oh, new violent say Call of Duty. <laughs> it's like when when Tra- Travis, when you and I went to uh, um, Deadpool when it came out years oh, ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there was yeah. like an entire family with well, like they, little they like probably five weren't and expecting it to be what it was. But still, they could have. Yeah. They had a. They, that was an entire family. It was a younger couple and like their three kids that you were can like do under research. the age of seven. You can. You and it's like, and it was research. like a ten o'clock at night showing, so it got oh, it's midnight. a Marvel super. And I'm like, what the fuck fun. are you people doing? No, I these that. these people, I don't think when they started watching, I don't think they gave a shit. They oh, were just yeah. like, this is well, like clearly. clearly they were just like, yeah, this is what I let my kids watch all the time. Yeah, you know, probably never even have conversations with them about it. No, either. they probably don't explain any of the context of anything. Just like, yeah, this is uh, this is and entertainment. It's, it's weird because like. I think there's a lot more violence these days, but it doesn't have the proper context. Violence is the norm. I think, it's but in, I, it is. I think we've gotten to the point where we have violence as we've taken the weight and the meaning away from violence in our pop culture. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at it, it like it's like in the, the cost of individual human life seems to be lessened. There's more action, you know, shooting and but it's all bloodless and a lot of things like in movies and stuff. Yeah. Or like Marvel, it's all punching and shit. And that's when it's nice to watch something like The Boys and see. Oh, or, Dude, or Bright you got to find a way to watch that. Yeah, we'll have yeah. to watch it. We'll I, hang out and watch I it. I could maybe, I'm not going to disclose this on here, but I'm all right. <laughs> I could maybe torrent and, and send you the files. We don't, oh. nope, nobody does that. Nobody nah. here. Psych. Who does that? Nobody. Not I. I didn't. I haven't done that. Since. I literally haven't done that for years. Just for that. Now then, that you said that, Jeff Bezos is going to knock on the door in a couple Chief seconds. Bezos. He's he's in like a SWAT uniform. He's dressed as Homelander. Yeah. He is Homelander. <laughs> he is Homelander. <laughs> another another good show on Amazon though is uh, they bought The Expanse. Have you ever heard of The Expanse? Nah. That's mm. a cool. I'll just quickly. It's a it's a book series. Um, they got turned into a show on Sci-Fi, and it's like a super. It's like. A few hundred years into the future, it's um uh very hard sci-fi. Like everything is explained, like how everything works, um and it's very realistic. And it's basically the Earth is in a cold war with the people that live on Mars, and then the people that work on the asteroid belts are kind of getting taken advantage of by both, and it's all a political thing. Um, but uh, but it's funny because I guess it got canceled after like three seasons, and then they like flew a banner over the Amazon headquarters and was like wanted Jeff Bezos to take it. So, yeah, but it's a, uh, it's actually a really good show on yeah, one sure. last note. Have you seen, I think it's called man, the high castle. No, I've always heard it was really good. I, though. You know, I think that now would be a really good time to, to start watching that. Isn't that, that's based on some books too, right? It's based, I might it's just, like a Nazi Germany. Yeah. Like, I'm familiar like with the premise stayed. 
you know? Hmm. They won, basically, and yeah, took over exactly. the US. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. like, the U.S. is, like, half Nazi, and, like, so I feel like it'd be an interesting thing to yeah. pick up now. Yeah, and I, uh, like I said, I might look into the books, because lately that's just what I've wanted to do. When something comes out, I'm like, I'm just going to listen to the audiobook, because it doesn't take as much effort, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, because I basically, at all times, I'm trying to, I'm, gonna have a, I'm having a book book, whether it's a big comic book, or whether it's an actual, or whether it's fiction, or whether it's nonfiction. Something to read, and then I'm trying to have something to listen to at the same time. Yeah. So. Cool. Cool. Why are you not in your head? Why are you touching your headphones? Are you trying to get me to stop? I want to go get a burrito. Is that really a bad signal? Right now, and I'm hungry. So this episode is that's it's about burritos. <laughs> We're all just burritos. All right. Thanks, everybody. And life's tortilla. Oh, thanks. Goodbye. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Jim. Bye. Thanks. Steve and cut. No, it's still going. <laughs>